what's going on what's going on what is going on everybody i hope everyone is doing good the crew is officially all back together um before i get too ahead of myself let's just welcome everybody to another fantabulous edition of the weekly game chat podcast we appreciate you the listener we appreciate you the viewer on twitch my name is sean uh i am never rocking this by myself except for that one time that i did <laughs> worst episode uh, worst I, I, audio was messed up but i did it i did it for the boys i did it for the show uh let's introduce the homies um back this week uh he is drinking a beer so we're gonna find out what that is quickly too um sick boy himself john what's up buddy i'm doing great <laughs> and yeah let's the people want to know um what beer are we drinking today it looked kind of like a dark ale maybe or something along those lines ladies and gentlemen this week's weekly games chat has been brought to you by <laughs> <laughs> no i've got uh i've got what's called late it's called lazy magnolia southern pecan oh okay pecan pear ale brewed <laughs> ale brewed with roasted pecans or pecans if you want to that's if you're fancy but if you're you know you're from from georgia it's 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 peaking <laughs> it's peaking and if you're from you've columbus of, it's jordan <laughs> yeah no no doubt and do you hear him there he is the ghost himself the the uh the audio wizard uh and that, he likes that name because you know he he likes the washington teams that's my boy chris what's up chris i watch the washington football team have a good draft yeah, you, they actually had a pretty decent, pretty, yeah. pretty good draft. So we are. We should probably talk about that for for a quick minute. In a minute, um, no. this, I'm going to break uh, off of normal tradition, and we we act like, you know, for all the new folks listening, this is a Wednesday for you. But I got to remind you, we record on Tuesdays, and this Tuesday is, or was, I should say, May the Fourth, Star Wars Day. Chris on the Twitch uh, stream is rocking a Star Wars shirt. And this is a sound effect for the podcast and hopefully a visual for the listeners. That peaked, but it was, it was, it still got a little bit. Okay. We heard your <laughs> wall. And it's the dark side. It's the red lightsaber. What's up? And then we got to close it. We got to close it. We got to close it. There, we, there go. we go. There we go. That's for the people. I learned my lesson, Chris. I brought it a little, yeah. little further away that time, but you know, Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, how do I watch our stream? I've apparently loaded it up and then didn't actually watch it. So that's funny. That's funny. Sound. Oh, sounds delicious. Uh, that was, I'm catching up on the chat. Shout out to everybody in the chat watching us live. If you're a listener and you're driving in your car right now and, and you've heard us mention this a few times and you haven't dragged your saw, so, I mean, I didn't mean that. If you haven't downloaded Twitch or the Twitch app yet and found us, you should. We hang out at least every Tuesday. At least, ooh, there's a glare behind me today of my. Uh, I wanted to show this off, so I will. But yeah, Chris, lead us off, man. There was a big, uh, not my birthday, but something bigger happened this past week, mm-hmm. and that was the NFL draft. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like one of the more interesting ones in years because five quarterbacks in the first round, uh, three only. I think only the second or third time that the first three picks were all QBs. People were making trades left and right. Uh, you know, you didn't know who was coming up to get what, you know, we watched Denver. Everyone like was like, Oh, Denver's going to get, uh, about to get Justin Fields. And then they didn't take Justin Fields. 
And we started getting closer, and I was like, is my team about to go get Justin Fields? But no, <laughs> the Bears go and get, of all teams, Duh, old, Bears. the team that drafted Mitch Trubisky made a good move and took the Bears. And then Mac oh, Jones <clears throat> is going Mac. to Bill Belichick. Uh, and no one, I, I read that story today. It's really funny. You know, I mean, if if you kind of casually follow college football, you probably casually saw that Alabama won and there was this guy named Mac Jones and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then he just kind of creeps up and the Patriots apparently were going to do, they, they went, let me just say this in the story I read, they went radio silent before the pick because they had kind of made it known to everybody. They wanted a quarterback yeah. before Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. But they secretly wanted him the whole time as well. They pulled like a Bill Belichick mind game. I don't think that's true. You don't think that's true? Well, I'm going to send you a link. I'll let you read it. It's a very interessante read. I think Um, Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. And then they slowly started to realize, like, we could still probably win with Jimmy G right now. And Trey Lance ceiling is like 50 floors higher than (laughs) Mac Jones is. So, yeah, know. I think and the way it kind of shakes out, um, it makes sense. Two things. Two things. Um, it was know, a good for move. a player. Yeah. For a player like Mac Jones, he is a very Brady like quarterback in the sense he's not mobile. Very accurate. Very smart. Yeah. He's being touted as like the most NFL ready quarterback. You never know about all that stuff. But. He, he looks like it, you know, and I, I could see why they were interested in him because he, you know, Steve Sarkeesian runs an NFL offense. It's kind of like how it was with Joe Burrow uh, last year, right? Where he was coming yeah. out of Joe Brady's system and everyone was like, guy was ready and he looked ready. As soon as he got to the NFL until he broke his leg, he looked great. So there was you know. another rumor that the Saints tried to, speaking of, uh, you know, LSU, New, New Orleans and that whole part of the world, there was a rumor that the Saints were going to come up and try to make a move, making money moves. To get Joe Burrow, uh, not Joe Burrow, uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Hmm. So yeah, I, what do do you know? So one of the things I like to watch, and I forget what it's officially called, but the last person picked in the draft, uh, Mister Irrelevant. Mister Irrelevant. Do we know who that is yet? Do we need to do? A I did not Google search. I did not look to see this year. Uh, who was I'll, I'll double check. I will double check. John's being active in the chat. I love it. Welcome everybody to Twitch. And I'm seeing some names I haven't seen before, Chris, or haven't seen. It's been a while. Yeah. So uh, welcome once again to all you guys. I'll do that quick Google search. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll I'll do this. Um, I got to tell you guys about a show I watched on Netflix. It was just a movie. And, John, I want to hear what you've been up to while I do this Google search in preparation. In preparation. In preparation. In <laughs> preparation. Preparation H. Uh, ooh, old Henry. Uh, I just kind of see uh, what you've been getting into, uh, what kind of games you've been playing and stuff like that. How you been? I'm, I've been doing pretty good. The uh, the first thing, um, most recently, I'm, I'm you know, I kind of want to say let's hurry up and finish this podcast so I can go back to playing Returnal. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's kind of got me in a weird addiction. I, I don't I don't like the, the person I've become. But last week, most of, most of last week, I spent getting ready for Resident Evil Village with um, playing Resident Evil 7. And not only did I finish Resident Evil 7, I never went back <clears throat> to play um, the all the DLCs that came out. So I, I did both of those. And, and 
and Sean, this would be fun to watch you do a particular DLC in uh, in VR. Yeah. There, uh, I don't know if you're familiar. If you recall the 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 hillbilly family that's in Resident Evil Seven, it's the it's the Baker family. Do I? You're just speaking in general, right? You know I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, I, I, oh. I, but uh, so. <clears throat> You know, they have the, the the dad who's like, you know, he comes back three or four times. He shoots himself in the face, all this stuff. Well, there's the, there's this character that obviously that that keeps calling you during the course of the game. And it's Zoe. She's the daughter of the Baker family. And she's not she's not as crazy as the rest of them. She's actually trying to help you escape so that she can escape. So one of the DLCs is called End of Zoe. <clears throat> and you play as um, what's uh, his name is Joe Baker. He's he's the uncle. And he's this he's this backwater bayou Billy that lives out in in the swamp. Didn't have any idea what was going on with the bake with the Baker family, and he comes he comes looking for for see what happened, and he comes across Zoe. But the hook to this gameplay is he he's this he's this beefy hillbilly. You don't have any guns. You don't do anything, but you punch. Yeah. You could do you do left and right punching combos. You're punching zombies. You're punching those molded monsters. Uh, the 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 closest weapon you've got is you know you can you can you can make spears to like throw spears at uh, at gators that have been affected by the uh, the parasites and stuff like that. So it's right. Far Cry Primal. It, it, got it. It was such <laughs> it was it was such a trip to play it because because the you know the the dad comes back to life as this swamp thing creature. So you have. It's almost like um, the Swamp Thing creatures like stalking you through the game. So you have Dude. moments, you have moments where you're having boxing matches with this creature, and you're just you're just trading jabs at each other. And the reason I say this is because I bet I bet this thing would be amazing in VR because you're actually <laughs> doing the hand motions. But it's, yeah, that's, what, it, that's what I've been that's what I've been up to. Just getting ready for Friday because I am so excited for this to come out. Yeah, we we gotta. It's it's we're all excited because Chris and I were talking about this today. We actually have you know, some games lined up that are, they're not just penciled in. They're more like a heavy penciled in, if not some already pinned in. Yeah. Like we're, we're ready for some games to play. Uh, and, and we're kind of set up to where we can enjoy them a little bit, really get some, some good girth out of them yeah. and, and be able to talk about them, not being rushed and all that stuff. So that's very cool. Yeah, you did. It's funny. You called me and that was it the same call on my birthday or were you, we know we were, I mean, I am in each other at work about rest seven, right? Yep. I think that's what it was. Oh, that's good. And yeah, shout out to Acid, by the way, who um who made it possible for me to be able to stream um mm. VR stuff. But the only reason I bring him up once again is because I did see today that he got his second uh shot and he said his arm was already hurting. So hopefully he's gonna yeah. be all right. Yeah. My second shot went well. Um I, I are we all three vaccinated now? Like we're good officially. I've got about another week before it's official official. So I'm like what 96% vaccinated. Um I mine was fine. I woke up the the day after, little sore back, a little bit of a shirt that felt like maybe I had some night sweats, you yeah. know, kind of like maybe a I don't know, that was it. And that was it. So I'm I'm extremely happy. But Mr. Irrelevant, going back to that this year. Um yeah, none of us would have guessed this. <laughs> hey Sean. He is, yeah, what's up? Did I imagine last week I was listening to the podcast that I imagine Chris getting progressively more drunk? Oh, yeah, oh he, as soon as no, it was a goal. Like as yeah, soon as we got to Moral Combat, I was like, the only way I'm not, getting through this 
is to hammer. Yeah. You know? y'all, talked about, y'all talked about Mortal Kombat? Did we? Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> we talked about it and we made the decision. Chris's idea, I co signed on it. Do not pop a top until we start talking. And then it was, then it was, <laughs> I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm not holding back on this. It was like, you know, like, you know, for, for instance, like I, I drank this weekend. I went down to Florida, right? And, you know, that was like drinking six beers over four or five hours. Like this was drinking. Uh, by the time I hit the news, three PBR tall boys were down. So, you know, it was it was a goal. <laughs> you know, it was like I got done with the show last week and then it was pretty much just sitting here sobering up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, let, me just, let me just say, Clarissa, I was watching it on HBO Max and, and Clarissa was there when I was watching it. She wasn't really watching it. She kept looking at me going, are you OK? And I was like, I was like, this, I'm okay, but this movie's not okay. <laughs> I mean, she's, uh, and Chris, you know me about movies. I'm not as critical about movies as you no. are in general. It takes a lot to get me to be angry at a movie. This movie was making me so irritated. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I mean, I'll just say that the, 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 the first one from the nineties was 20 times better than this movie. Yeah, I'd, that, I'd agree. You know, I so. definitely agree. Uh, I think you would have agreed with me. I was like, I bet we're all in agreement on this is that Kano was the one redeeming factor of that movie. He was the one thing I, I felt like he kind of busted a little early though. I think yeah. he was great at first. And then as he kind of, he pivoted, um, it kind of got weird. I yeah. don't know, but yeah. I told you, John did not like the movie. Yeah. Now <laughs> you, you mentioned that his title of our show may not have been exactly what it, you know, he meant last week in the notes mm-hmm. i don't know dude i kind of i'm kind of feeling john might give this movie like a four or five do you want to you want to give a what is it a posthumous well that's when somebody dies do you want to give it the week later um do you feel like giving it a richard just just for the peeps just so they a know where you came from a little uh, a little bonus richard in the intro what's up is is flaccid a score yeah that's <laughs> like a one or a two just i think i think it actually went in <laughs> <laughs> like swimming pool okay like it's the middle of january in minnesota huh it's it, it was completely it, it's complete trash it was it was so disrespectful to goro dies on a farm from uh, on spoilers by some <laughs> by some generic dude i mean yeah. that was that was the yeah. most insulting thing i mean what was his power what did he unlock uh, I, I think I, I thought I took it as like, oh, he unlocked plot armor. Look at that. We'll, we'll see his his armor kept turning, his armor his armor kept kept turning red when he was punched, and I was like, oh, he's about to do some sort of Black Panther thing where he just sort of releases like, like yeah, or like energy. Bishop, right? You know, absorb yeah, the you know. energy, do something like and that. Then, uh, and then he's got a bunch of trailer park fights. That, so I, I don't know. I just it was just really trash. Yeah, absolutely trash. I, I I don't know. Uh, Drago says uh, rather got shot up with Tapatio sauce. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, that red when he kept. I just I don't know. I told Chris I thought this character was gonna be the reincarnate of a scorpion in a way or something, and I is I felt that like would have made sense. Yeah, it would have been and a storyline. I, I needed it to kind of like happen, and then it didn't. And then you kind of realize, <laughs> wait a minute, this is not what they're doing. Uh, I made fun of when I was watching it live with our friend Josh and, and uh, stuff. It was just me and Josh. That's right. Cause Chris went to go mm-hmm. to the brew and stuff. Yeah. So me and Josh are watching it. And when um, Luke Kang 
comes just walking in a sunset. You're like, if you're not a fan of it now, granted, if you're a fan of the movies, you probably watch the movie. If you're not, you're probably being dragged along by your spouse to watch it. I get it. But they got to think about, hey, this person might not have any clue who this person is. Mm-hmm. This, you know, the person. And this dude just walking in. I like say, hey, you made it. Who yeah. are you? <laughs> the part yeah, that good. then like later is uh it's like wait you could just teleport people you could just right. teleport we didn't right. have to get a plane and and walk right. across the desert you could right. just teleport Raiden knew that Raiden already knew that i was going to be the guy but yeah. i had to drive and do okay okay cool um to button up mr relevant this is going to be grant stewart from the university of houston guys he was drafted by the tampa bay buccaneers he'll go on to be the goatee <laughs> he'll be the goatee of the football world. Who did you so say took him? Uh, the Buccaneers. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense because uh, they kind of won. <laughs> yeah, so they, they had the, the last pick or whatever. Uh, I watched the movie, guys, on Netflix. Have you seen it on your your little thing? It's called Stowaway. Have yes, you seen I, it? I have watched it. That was all right. It was, it was all right. The ending kind of... Yeah. I, I, I felt I, it was one of those where you're watching it. And then you slowly start becoming like downtrodden and you're like, and you, if you're smart, like Chris and I, you start to see where this is going to go and you go, yeah. Okay. As soon as, as soon as you see the writing, you're like, well, one of them. (laughs) There that is. I mean, if, if you're, if your theme is like, you like space movies and stuff, not necessarily star Warsy. Yeah. Uh, what was the space movie where you're, they were going to the sun. Uh, it was a really big movie. Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of in the vein of sunshine-ish. Uh, yeah. But that's what I watched. Have you guys seen anything on Netflix that's worth mentioning <clears throat> recently? I watched Shadow and Bone, but that's about it. Uh, I need to watch that new thing from Phil uh, Lord and... Uh, what is the other guy's name? The dudes who do, like... They, d- they were the producers on Into the Spider-Verse, and uh, they did the Lego movie, 21 Jump Street. They've got a movie out there. Their new animated one. It's supposed to be really good. Chris, we no can't idea. we can't name drop for you. You've got to do this on. Yeah, your dude. When you yeah, when it's you like something Miller, like that, dude. We're we're just on the sidelines watching. I think it's Chris know? Miller and Phil Lord. I think that's what. It is. I feel like you name drop. Yeah, drop. <laughs> that's great, man. That's great, Chris. Are you drinking anything tonight? Or are you just chilling? No, the... I am just chilling. Last week well, was enough for everyone. <laughs> it, it was perfect, and like I'm glad that John was able to hear that it happened or whatever. So that's really pretty cool. Um, I got to say though. Um, so fun fact real quick. I am currently training in my job, mm-hmm. Chris's uh, upstairs neighbor. And it's real funny. Cause during this training, John, the neighbor was like, Hey, uh, can you, um, can you let Chris know? I need some, some creamer. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I do not like this setup. I'm like, you, first of all, you live above him. Pretty well, much. down there and tell him, why do I got to be the liaison of creamer? And it was funny because Chris was like, I would have, but I've used the last of my creamer. I'm like, okay, this has got to stop. So what did, what, did, what did he, he or she mean by creamer? Exactly. That's a good follow-up question and well-deserved. It's coffee. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a morning beverage. People drink it. Um, it's funny. I saw him actually that Wednesday uh, at the brewery. Um, yeah. And cause it's like trivia there and I was off, I was on vacation. I went down and saw a friend of ours, uh, in Florida, but, uh, but yeah, we don't know him. Hey, Hey, (laughs) you know, you miss him. Uh, but, uh, like I saw him there and he definitely was having a good time. Cause I think his wife 
uh, his wife, whatever, uh, was driving uh, was driving him home, right? So, you know, he was obviously just having a good time. And he sees me and goes, Chris, don't tell Sean about this in the morning. Cause, <laughs> oh, <laughs> when I'm a little sluggish. <laughs> yeah. I forget which. It's funny. Um, and, and I'm I'm not going to put anything out there. But one of those days, he actually had gotten a flu vaccine as well. Oh, wow. So I think he had a double whammy. Maybe he had some uh, mm. some of that going on, plus a little bit of uh, trivia night at the brew. Yeah. But he's cool. Um, I'm kind of jealous. You ever have a friend, and, and this is kind of loosely talking about him. No. But that's funny, John. John's like, who's friends? What's a friend? I hated that show. I hated Joey. Um, But that you, you find out that they're going to get to move to a place that you wanted to maybe one day go, but they're thinking about dropping everything and moving there. Um, this guy, he's a, his dream was to get to Japan Japan, and, and he's going to Japan. He's going to make it happen. So my first question was, are you going to be able to go to like Nintendo world? And they, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be about 30 to 40 minutes away from where that universal in Japan is. That's cool. I was like, that is cool. That is very cool. Hmm. So, yeah. Once again, thank you to everybody that's chilling in the chat. Um, it's good to have you guys. It's real funny. You know, our second best uh, fan of the show, Justice Platt. <laughs> I think that's He's even generous at this point. At this point. He's so busy. It's good to see you in there. He said he was uh, motivated. He was his motivation for studying was already dwindling. Then he got our notification. He is here. I hope, I hope you and the uh, lady are doing great, sir. Mm -hmm. Like legit, uh, boys, Chris, what are we looking like on time for this intro segment? We're like at 22 minutes. Oh, so we're good, dude. We're like a well done steak at this point. Let's wrap. Let's, let's go to the, the thing. Okay. As promised, we have made it to the <clears throat> the pinnacle of this episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is, our, of course, our topic time. If you come straight here because you saw it in the notes, this is where you wanted to be. Welcome. For those of you who have hung out the whole time, uh, welcome. We are here. And Chris, as always, his voice is nice and, and lubed up. <laughs> Wait, what? He is ready to yeah. announce to the world what episode... 306's topic time is. Chris, it's all yours, buddy. The uh, topic is. He's like, he's like, what do I say? How do I announce it? <laughs> do it. E3 predictions! That's nice. That's nice. We got some like row the boat, row the motion <laughs> arm going on this week. No, I don't go That's to Minnesota. Minute, don't roll the boat. Yeah, we're yeah, not rolling the gophers. The boat. Sorry, Pete. The gophers. But Chris, uh, E3 is a month away. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it was That's true. You know, sometimes you just look for a layup, John, and <laughs> and we took it. <laughs> well, what makes this awesome, I think, and I thought this over, <clears throat> John. Did you? I knew this. Is what we were going to talk about, Chris? Kind of was like, we are doing that today, right? Did we mm. bring that up in our phone conversation? <laughs> How did no. I know? No, I actually. Speaking of which, I actually called 
I called Chris yep. to kind of <laughs> uh, to talk about um, solutions for Yuri, um, and you know the because he he won a he won a gift card, so we were just trying to figure stuff out, and I was just bouncing ideas off of him. But right. we we got into the conversation of you know he was out over the week. Well, he was out of town over the weekend not really having time to play anything. So we were thinking maybe Returnal at first, but then, you know, it just wasn't in the cards because, you know, um, Chris is a lazy buffoon. Hey, Chris, I, 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 I tried yeah. so many ways to figure out how to fit a PS5 into a suitcase. Right. And it was like, Dude. then I got done. I, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, <laughs> it ain't I happening. took this backpack. Yeah, I mean that's what it would have taken. It would have taken a whole different suitcase. This is, just a, for this is a podcast, dummy. It's not visual. Well, come to Twitch and you'll see it. Then how about that? <laughs> I took this backpack, pretty mm. big backpack, right? You know how big I am. Yeah. Because you can still, I could not zip it. <laughs> yeah. It hung um, out. So it was funny. After I got done with that, I looked at my suitcase. I went, hmm, and I moved some clothes around, and then I picked up my Xbox. Turned it sideways and it fit perfectly. And I was like, "Well, like I guess I guess yeah. this is the console that's going with me to Florida." <laughs> that's awesome. So, I mean, we started talking about you know how May. It is May, right? Yeah, May it's was gonna be May. May felt like a kind of a fall month when it came to game releases. We mm-hmm. got so much stuff coming out. What you know? So, um, we decided well we'll have plenty of games to cover from now until E three. Might as well just jump on E three now. So for sure. I actually like it this early too because we can be a little bit more crazy, right? You don't know. There hasn't like obviously there'll be some things that get oh, yeah, leaked. That's exactly and, what I was gonna say. You know, yeah. you'll have announcements leading up to E three because everyone wants to get the buzz in for a day and be like, look at us. Yeah. You know, so we we get that advantage here. We do. We're beating them what we promise if you if you listen to this show, what we try to do generally is each of us give our three kind of like our top three. We do this a lot when we do games of whatever. And, you know, this is kind of our shtick. This is what we do. So sometimes we'll overlap, but sometimes we won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to think really, I got one on there that I think we're all going to talk about. Hmm. Uh, and well, I got some other ones where I was just kind of like, well, we'll see. Well, before we jump in, do you want me to kind of give a a rundown of the mm-hmm. kind of a surface level schedule of what's going on at E3? Yeah, sure. that'd be perfect. Actually, I can eat this Hershey candy bar while you do that. So it's uh, it's like typically around this time every year, June twelfth through the fifteenth. Uh, the first thing that's I think getting kicked off is on Saturday, June twelfth at um, at three Eastern time is Ubisoft Forward. Um, and then on the thirteenth is the what what is known as the PC Gaming Show. Um, also <clears throat> there's this thing called the future game show, which is hosted by games radar. Mm. Um, and it's basically kind of a sister broadcast to the PC game show, but then, um, that is, huh. Yeah. Microsoft hasn't given a date yet. Have they? They have that. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, so we're expecting Microsoft. We're expecting a direct from Nintendo, Nintendo typically goes last. Um, mm. Obviously, nothing from PlayStation, and you know this. This is in the news somewhat, but uh, Konami was scheduled to be a part of it, but they've backed out. So I assume we're going to see things from you know Square Enix and other uh, other developers like that. So 
And then what? I think. I think WB's doing some, doing some announcements. Hasn't e- Take Two Interactive's doing some internet announcements. Did EA give the the time for EA Play yet? Because mm-hmm. I know I know they've announced that they're doing it. Right, that I they're doing EA Play was separate. It's something that I mean, happens outside of E3. It, yeah, it's not officially E3, but it's E3. You know, <laughs> I mean, E3 wouldn't comment on it. Yeah. So I don't know when that's really happening. And from from everything I've seen, e, um, EA is not technically on their docket. Yeah, not really. No, they haven't been it's for not- years. But you know, they just they always like go usually that Saturday <clears throat> before it all kicks off <clears throat> and do like a twelve o'clock thing. I know they've come out and said they're doing like what? Uh, I think it's like what like five days of live streams that they're gonna have with uh, I think it was like Greg Miller, Je- Jessica Chobot, and. Who was the other person? Um, I think Jackie. Uh, I can't remember. She she used to be at IGN for a minute. Um, oh, I don't think she's there now. But uh, like those three will be hosting it. So yeah, <laughs> there's personalities for you. I Speaking guess. of Greg Miller, though, did y'all see his tweet? Real quick, squirrel moment. I think his fiance wife is he married? Mm-hmm. She tweeted. The tweet was. We finally had sex. Yeah, I saw that. And then she held up the ultrasound because they're pregnant and expecting, and Greg Miller looks like, you know, over the moon happy. So I think he's going to be a, a pretty rad dad. I really do. I mean, you can love or hate him. I kind of like Greg Miller. I think he's hilarious. But, you know. I, I'm guessing, I think it's a girl, but if it was a boy, you know he'd be naming that kid Clark. <laughs> <laughs> be Clark Kent yeah. Miller for, for certain. Perfect. <laughs> perfect <laughs> so maybe he'll yeah, go below if it's a girl <laughs> that's so funny um do you guys i mean i'm gonna get let me go first i'm gonna make the most obvious announcement ever mm-hmm. is that cool with you guys or did you want to do the generator thing i don't care i, I didn't want to just you know hop in and, and be like hey i predict guys that on nintendo's e3 presentation we will see Breath of the Wild 2. Not only more gameplay, they're given a release date for this year. And it's Ooh, out that's a big right dream. now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not out. I mean, I really do think it's we're going to see it, of course, but then I think they're going to say, boom. Mm. You know, 11-something 2021. <laughs> I hope that's what it says. 11-something 2021. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, right? <laughs> We're just, we don't know what day it will be ready, but at some point that month. I mean, because I, I mean, if we've been reporting this, we're going to call it the Super uh, Nintendo Switch, right? If that mm-hmm. comes out this year, like we think it might. Chris is going to call it the Snitch. I know. He's going to call it the Snitch. And it, it's, that works better. I actually did I Am Chris <sighs> today at work, and I actually typed out SNES just for Chris. <laughs> That's how much of a, I love Chris, and he's my friend, that I would do that off air i hope it's just Ugh. called the snes i'm 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 sick i gotta go bang my head on the wall now why did i do that i'm not why did i do that but yeah that's my bold prediction does anybody else have anything about breath of the wild on their notes i, I feel like not. john should no i kind of left that one alone um why well, i i wanted to but i wanted to add it's coming out this year that's a bold statement i yeah. mean uh yeah with 
all the knees. I mean, really saying any game is coming out this fall right now, I think is a bold statement from yeah. the, the like the rumblings that are going on where I think even like, uh, who was it today? Like Jason Schreier was doing a, um, an, a Reddit thing and someone asked him and he said like, it might be a good fall to work on your backlog from what I'm hearing. <laughs> so uh, if that's true, then man. I don't know. I don't know what's coming this fall. The odds are not in my favor. Yeah. But um I don't I've just got a vibe that too much too much stuff leaked early that eventually got confirmed about the super uh switch. Well, I and, think that's coming. I think I just to me it's like if that if that's coming. <laughs> um you want to market it with a game that they've already kind of shown some video on in years past is already, it's, I don't mean a slight when I say this, John, it's not going to have the attention, give it to it. Like a Metroid prime four did. This is like breath of the wild two major success for Nintendo. And if they could partner that up with the, the, the super switch have a bundle in the chat. It was funny. I saw someone nacho, uh, expected a Zelda pack announcement, probably along more of the lines of the Skyward Sword thing. This is the year of of the, the we already know that stuff's coming out, right? We already know that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think that not only do we see more Breath of the Wild 2, that we get a date. I'm like, call, call me crazy, okay? It would be pretty nice if you were going to announce the uh, the 4K switch there to show Breath of the Wild in 4K right running on that, it or yeah something. to yeah. put that out there and just show how beautiful like in hdr and everything you know if they could do that that would be awesome that would uh, be dope so but again this is where nintendo fanboys or or we get excited about what the next e3 presentation is going to be from nintendo and it could be a swing and a miss yeah you know i don't know I, it's just me my excitement talking chris john what do you what do you got as your first one me you i don't care well, <laughs> wannabe gamer says real quick john he just wants the ps5 so he can play returnal with you <laughs> always the wannabe yeah. but uh i mean since we're in the since we're in the 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 lane of 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 the switch i i will i mean my least bold prediction is probably going to be this one that they will i mean there's some boldness in it so it's a multi-layered prediction they will they will reintroduce Metroid Prime to the world. They will they will slap a 2022 release date on it, and it's not a first person shooter. <gasps> that would be big for Prime. Oh, that would be very very big for Prime. Oh, I mean, I, I was actually talking about this um, last night with my wife. Your uh, wife. Your wife. You know, playing the game that we might possibly cover next week. Mm-hmm. I kept I kept wanting this to be. Metroid. I mean, the way it, the way it flows, the way it moves, because as much as I love the Metroid prime games, they get one thing about Samus wrong. It's they're incapable of making the character in first person super with super agility. She's not fast. She's more clunky. She's very, she's, she's very heavy. The gameplay is top notch. It doesn't get much better than Metroid prime. So don't get me wrong on that. But one of the reasons I love super Metroid and Metroid Other M is because it allows Samus to be more agile so you can see her in action, her ability to just the way she fights. It's like a, it's like on a ninja's on a ninja's level. And so I, I just kind of 
I kind of want them to, uh, I kind of, I'd like to see retro, um, look at Metroid from a different <laughs> perspective. So that's my prediction. Uh, Drago says an Onimisha, Onimisha reboot. That's a whole different game, but that that's a kind of bold prediction off topic here. If like, if retro is just making prime and it ends up being a first person shooter, right. And all that. And they're kind of just sticking to what prime is. I would totally be down <laughs> with a uh, house mark partnering with Nintendo to make a third person uh, Metroid game because they, 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 they would be they perfect own? for it. No. Yeah. They're independent. They just consistently okay. partner with Sony on all their stuff. Um, but they are yeah. independent. So, you know, yeah. Though that would be that would be good. No, I'm guessing if Returnal does well, they will be owned very soon. <laughs> I mean, Returnal <laughs> looks amazing. I was telling John, I I I didn't quite know it was going to be what it was. Um, so I, I'm I can tell John's kind of liking it so far, at least wanting to play it. And I know you were looking forward to it, Chris. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I plan to play it whenever it comes out. Uh, just like I'm with John, it's. It's turning into like being a you know an Elder Scrolls fan. You just kind of look and you're like, one day, one day my dreams will be fulfilled, right? Yeah, one yeah. day. <laughs> um, so you know, uh, so I just took a shot in the dark and figured that I should lean into my accused fanboy bias here. So all my predictions are around Xbox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got an Xbox out there. Uh, so my first one, basically first party stuff, right? I think that Microsoft will come out. They'll give a release date for Halo Infinite. They'll probably be somewhere in September to late October. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you sure? Yes. I think they're going to show. I think they opened the show with Halo Infinite and try to be like, we fixed it, guys. (laughs) We heard your complaints. We've got id now. They're making it nice for us. (laughs) Um, But I think they lead off with that. I think that they're going to announce that Hell uh hellblade 2 will be coming first quarter of next year i don't know if they give a date uh and then i think the big one their hammer if you will will be that starfield is announced for holiday they will not give a date because they will not know if it's going to be done but that from i think that game is pretty much in the period where if you're looking at typical bethesda right that usually it would be about this time and if COVID were to delay it, it wouldn't shock anyone. But I think they're going to shoot for holiday 2021 and it will be exclusive to Xbox and PC. It will not come to PlayStation 5. It may in uh, some other way come. Dude, I already want an Xbox so bad. Uh, <laughs> but that's my uh, first party announcement. I don't think you're going to get Forza this fall. I'm I'm sure, you know, but. Of those are the ones I think you will actually hear about that aren't going to just be, you know, a trailer and like gear six and this is coming whenever, you know, or something like that. It's just chainsaw these are fight, ones, chainsaw fight, chainsaw fight. <laughs> these are ones where like I think they're on the precipice and you're going to get some nice looks at them. That's not too like it's, I mean. Starfield, man. So is that three predictions or just one? That's this. Yeah. Chris, I, oh, I totally, I totally, I totally, I totally, I totally cheated on this. I was like, take an idea and combine everything that goes into that idea. I so will busted. He, uh, American pie. Right? Yeah. Y'all you have know, going. He is. I'm going to go play return. This is out till the news. 
John, what do you got for a second one, man? Um, in Ubisoft's presentation <clears throat> regarding the Assassin's Creed franchise, they're going to do one of two things. They're going to either announce a selection of remasters, likely Black Flag, mm. or they're going to give you a brand new Assassin's Creed game this fall in the vein of traditional Assassin's Creed. That is my prediction for that. So Ezio making a comeback. <clears throat> Ezio or, yeah. you know, well, you know, I, I would, I, my hope is a, is a black flag remaster. Hmm. I think that would be quite good. I think you can update some of the controls, um, leave the, leave the ship combat alone, obviously, but I think that would be a great thing to do. Um, but you know, as much as I love these games, Valhalla, which Valhalla. Sean, go ahead. Uh, Valhalla. I, 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 I will get back to that game. And I, I even heard you guys talking about it while, you know, John hasn't finished it yet, but he's still played 90 hours in this game. Um, <laughs> Sounds about so right. I, I'm getting back to it at some point. I promise. I love the series and I love the changes they made to it, but I do have sort of a nostalgia urge to go back to the original parkour, uh, more closed ended areas. Um, and you know, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a design choice that still has an audience. And part of the reason I want it so badly is because I remember, I, cause I had such a fun time playing syndicate, um, just a couple of months ago. So that is my prediction. Uh, that's my second prediction. I think, um, I think they're not waiting, um, for Assassin's Creed in 2022. Two. I think they're going to go ahead and do something that's mm. not on that same scale. I, so I would totally just, be down with the idea of having an Assassin's Creed storyline that wraps up after like 35 hours. <laughs> I miss <Right>. those days. <laughs> it's, and it's not that I don't, you know, appreciate the, the, the new games. I love them. I, I just some, sometimes yeah. Valhalla is just so, so <laughs> bloated. Yes. Um, um, which is, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I when I do play it, I'm not bored. I, I'm loving my time with it. But you know, I just think I think there's room for two different types of Assassin's Creed games. So two things. Two things. Dichotomy. <laughs> they can be a they can be a very salient mm. franchise. Mm. Word of the week. Uh, I, I don't even know where to go from there. That's, I don't even know what that means. I'm dumb. <laughs> Uh, do you, you want to go next, Chris? Or do you want me to? Say, I, Wait, I thought I thought Chris already did all his. Is, he, is Chris busted? No. He's, he's like no, no. I'm big. He's like I'm big daddy long stroke. I ain't busted yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So to me. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So part two of Microsoft Games Pass, of course. Everyone loves a Games Pass. I think the biggest thing that will probably be affecting, I'm going to say that anything that's multiplayer based from EA will be day and date on Games Pass going forward. So, for instance, if you want to play Mutt or Foot on Games Pass, you don't have to spend $60 if that's all you want to do. Because guess what? EA is totally fine with you. Paying for Games Pass and coming in and then buying your $20 packs every weekend so you can get every player, right? Hopefully they take it out the game. That'd be great. But even bigger, Battlefield 6 
at the very least. I don't know if this single, I don't even know if there's going to be a single player, honestly, for uh, Battlefield 6, um, you know, the way things are looking, right? But right. I, I think that will be day and date on there. Uh, I think you'll also hear that, you know, a bunch of these little indie games that we've seen through the years that like, for instance, Tunic, that will be day and date on Games Pass. Dude, I will boss, dude. <laughs> but the big two, I'm going to say, one, Ubisoft Connect will come to Games Pass. And with it, Skull and Bones will launch for free on Games Pass day and date. Because the one thing they want is a bunch of people to come out there and play this game so that they can make money off of them. Because it's a games as service. We all know it's going to be a games as service type thing. So I think that. And then the final nugget for Games Pass is going to be that Hideo Kojima's next game. I'm not going to say it's exclusive. But I am not going to deny when I see a Kojima statue and Phil's presentations on, you know, on uh, Zoom or whatever. Whatever his next game will be, whether it's a partnership with Konami to do Metal Gear 6, if it's Death Stranding 2, it will be released on Games Pass the day it comes out. And it will be on Xbox. Might be on PlayStation, might not. We'll see. I would guess if it's probably uh, Metal Gear, it wouldn't because at that point, I would imagine Microsoft's probably financing that game. True. But, you know, but that is, that is my big prediction there kojima is coming to the west and it's gonna yeah, be glorious and you, and you once again we're up to like 10 predictions from you on yes. your first two i like it yes I, I like what you did there i'm kind of jealous i didn't think about doing it that way too so, yeah my next our next prediction sean we gotta do like 20 predictions we got we gotta do like a combo combo. all right so this since it's my turn now for the second mine kind of is uh i'm gonna add a tidbit now but sony is not gonna be at e3 Right. We know that that's that's a statement. That's not a prediction. But my prediction is they are not going to leave out the opportunity to make a statement about something most likely via their social media platform and their official pages and maybe give something like a confirmed date for Mm. Horizon. Confirm it like locked in. Not no more. Not no more of this like 2021 date stuff. Lock in a date put it out there on Twitter set it's because I was reading um, leading up to kind of us talking about this or whatever. And that game on a lot of polls is the most anticipated game. Like right now, like it's bigger than Halo. It's bigger than all of them. Is it yours? (laughs) Uh, I'm not ready to say that yet. We know how that turned out. No, I'm I'm super excited about it, but I think that their, their presence at E3 will be nothing but online and other places, they're going to give us something. And I think it's going to be like a horizon um, release date confirmed, but I'm also hoping that maybe in one of those tweets, I get a little bit more about the PSVR too. That's my, that's my nugget that I added. Um, Like I said, I just think that while they're not going to be there, they're not going to not take advantage of the gaming world's attention on E3. I think they're going to be, I think it's going to be like EA, like even though they're not, at e3 right you know as far as like you won't see a sony game during that five days of broadcast that they're doing live streams and all that you just will get a state of play at some point that week that's like probably an hour and a half to two hours and will be (laughs) five million trailers and everyone will be creaming about it i'm sure 
True. Uh, Drago, you said you want a shout out. Is that what SO is? Because you booed Microsoft. <laughs> if that the shout out you want, it just happened. Um, yeah, we see you down there causing trouble in the Twitch chat. What's up? So uh, uh, he said he wants a Sims game COVID-19 edition. Can you, ima- can you imagine? The, uh, the release would be a mess. Like, you know, because Sims games, whatever. It is what it is. But boys, we've all gone through two things that we two are making things. bold predictions on. We are now at the uh, the end of our, our leash here. We're going to give our third and final presentation. Did some of you guys keep the best for last? Did you already, you know, bust your best one? Who knows? But uh, Chris, Lee, Chris, John, who wants to lead us off? I can go. Chris, do it. Chris, do it. Uh, my third one involves two companies. Microsoft Games Pass will come to the Nintendo Switch along with Project X Cloud, meaning that from now on, if you want to play all your games on Games Pass on your Switch while you're out and about, you can, and then you can sync your save back over to your Xbox when you get home. I don't think any Nintendo games will come to Games Pass. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that now. Maybe Mario versus Rapids. That'd be like the one ever that could come. But the, on in lieu of that, right, I think the other side of it, the one thing you will get is that Master Chief will come to Super Smash Bros. And it will do like some cool thing where like Samus is fighting and she's like, you know, shooting. Ooh, and it looks like she's about to get Master she's about to Ooh. get like owned, and all of a sudden, whoever the enemy is just like just gets shot and falls over. And then she looks over and you see there he is, the man the myth. And he just goes, looks down and goes, nice suit. And then, you know, Master Chief or something like that. Something cheesy, fun like that. Or maybe, yeah, maybe he takes her takes out the enemy and then they stand up and they get ready to do battle themselves. Because everyone, that's always been the battle that everyone puts up, right? It's always Samus yeah. versus Master Chief because yeah. they they're kind of similar. So I, I have to go next, John, and you're not going to believe the words that are about to come out of my mouth. None, and, uh, Boys, we can confirm. None of us reached out to each other to confirm what we're going to have on our list. That's not how we roll. Mm-hmm. My final one says this. The Xbox presentation will show us a merger of something with Nintendo. Mm. I put possibly Mario games to Games Pass, like just Mario games like that are on the eShop, mm-hmm. or something along that vein, which what Chris said makes a lot more sense. Great minds think alike. We both think that either the Xbox logo is going to be an E3's presentation or vice versa. If Miyamoto goes on the stage with Phil, I'm going to pass out. Um, probably <laughs> won't happen, but yeah, isn't that crazy? We both think something like that can happen because they're playing nice right now. That would be a pretty cool way to do it. Like just Phil's talking and he hears a game and he goes over and like, you know, shoot. Hey, here, here we go. <laughs> Miyamoto's just sitting on the uh, couch and he's playing uh, Halo or something. And he's <laughs> like, oh, Miyamoto, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm just playing my switch. And he holds that and you're like, oh. Oh no. That's Halo. <laughs> What's happening? What's going on? That, that would be a good way to do it. That'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. So John, now the floor is yours. You are the cleanup man. You're Cecil Fielder, you know, for the Detroit Tigers circa nineteen eighty to ninety something. 
Can you hit it out of the stadium like Cecil Fielder did back in the day? Well, well because screw it, I'm going to do two. Oh, I mean, okay. I was going to, I was going to, I was going to finish with, um, you know, with something more boring. So. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Uh, Take Two Interactive is going to officially announce with a trailer Bioshock, no release date, that they are going to at least announce it or give us a, a cinematic trailer of some sort. I can see that. No confirmation whether it'll be open world or not. Um, I think they're going to leave that on the table. But for kind of a grand finale, I think that um, PlayStation is 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 going to be very rattled by the possibility of Kojima working on an Xbox exclusive partnership. Exclusive. They're World so premiere. rattled by it. They're so rattled by it that, that Sony is going to come out and announce that they have acquired the rights to metal gear mm. exclusive. They own the property. It, it is theirs. It no longer belongs to, 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 uh, to Konami in order to entice Kojima. He enticed to- me that, and that's, and it comes out that's why Konami backed out of, of E3. Cause they're, they got they, they got bought out. They're like, we're good. We don't need to show anything. That's funny. I mean, if I if I were Sony, <laughs> I would say to Konami, how much do you want for the following properties? You, you, uh, how much do you want for Silent Hill? How do you much how do you how much do you want Ooh, for Castlevania? Mm. How much how much do you want for for Metal Gear? Those three. I think we can say those three are probably historically speaking their most famous franchises there might be one yeah, that I'm yeah. forgetting, but uh Mag- but well, those, you know I, I would say 400 million dollars for all of these properties call it a day um and and let and let <laughs> konami just do their kachinko business Did like you run the numbers, i feel, Sean, I feel like right but i feel million? like if they do that right if i'm konami <laughs> the first thing i'm gonna do is go that's an interesting offer hi phil uh so they want this much <laughs> and and Phil's going hold on. Yeah, don't get me, don't get me don't get me started on that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, that, that would be a bidding war. Uh, I think that'd be crazy. I mean, Konami's like in the best position if if they want to do this because they can just consistently be like, look, we just want twenty five percent. Go make the game, you pay for it, and we want twenty five percent of revenue. And they'll do that from now till the end of time. And if they're smart, they should. Unless like. Yeah, like unless someone backs up the Brinks truck and says, "Here's two billion dollars," or something. That, well, it's it's really cool. Uh, I like how we all think. Um, I also like how when we're talking about our topics, like today, we've got some live feedback coming in, and we don't read everything. But I want to take this opportunity to to point out what Nacho said when we were talking about Microsoft's presentation and possibly Nintendo. He said, "What if the lights go red?" during Microsoft's presentation and Miyamoto walks out holding a Halo combat rifle. <laughs> that would be so amazing. Like, I can't even say it out loud without wanting to, Actually, like, bust. The way you do it. Are we just going to call this podcast the bus episode? <laughs> <laughs> E3 2021. The way you do it bus. is Phil goes, oh, yeah, one more thing. And then, of course, does the. And the lights uh, are red. See, this guy, this guy needs to be on Xbox's marketing team, right? Yeah, I've got them. Dope. I've got. I'm like Phil. Just bring me the deals. I will get this to the people. I will speak. <laughs> one to of them. one of the gamers says, uh, "Time Splitters reboot would be nice." I would take that. That's a classic. That would be nice. 
my uh, my actual my dream announcement is really so it's it's so dumb. My dream announcement is for that canceled Microsoft Platinum partnership game. Oh, uh, the scale down. Yeah, to be announced on some platform somewhere like sure. Platinum because Platinum still owns it. Platinum took it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give it to Nintendo. I don't care. Just I wanted to see that game. The more I saw of it, I wanted to see more of that game. Yeah, I don't know what they're working on right now because Platinum didn't do the new. Or the remake of uh, Near. Did they um, do it originally? They don't think. No, they, they didn't do it originally. Like this was done by that guy's main studio. Like you know, they did Platinum did uh partnered with them for Near Autonoma. Um, and what they're on. I, I, I can't imagine they're making Bayonetta four, right? So well, they well they haven't made three yet. They're, oh, they're yeah. trying to. That's okay. in development. That's okay. So that's what they're working on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it was that. announced three years ago. Don't get me wrong, but maybe we hear about enough, that. We sh- if we don't, the mm-hmm. game no longer exists in my mind, but we need that game for sure. Hmm. Uh, Walter actual says, I know I beat this uh, dead horse all the time, but I still want those dead space remasters. Don't we all? Yeah. That'd be nice. Huh? That would be, that'd be a really nice thing. That'd be nice. You know, Oh, I take a I take I a mean, reboot at this point. I guess my dream, of course, every year, I re- refuse to almost say it anymore because it just gets dashed. Is uh, I I'd still really Ubisoft like a new Splinter Cell game. If you want to make one of those or give Microsoft the rights to make one of those, I don't care. You know, aren't they doing a mobile game? We don't want Diablo. We, we, we don't we don't want that, John. <laughs> That's not what we um, want. <laughs> is my memory serving me wrong? Um, I liked Siphon Filter. Is that is that a thing I can say out loud? Yeah, that's a that's the folks at Ben Studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that'd be cool to see that kind of come out of the ashes. That, that's huh? actually one of the rumors is like <laughs> you know <laughs> with all the drama that happened at the studio. Like one of the rumors coming out is like because you know they got put on doing the Naughty Dog remaster, which they really didn't want to do, um, or Last of Us one of those two, and then uh, from my understanding they talked Sony gang off of that. And the rumor is, is that basically it was to do a new, uh, Cylon filter game or whatever. That would be dope. Which is apparently oh, no, not just connect- final prediction. And we'll end it here. Mm. Um, GameCube and Wii titles coming to switch online. That would be nice. Metroid Prime, et cetera. That'd be pretty dope. Actually, That'd be pretty yeah. dope. Oh, when they do announce Metroid Prime 4 for 2022, they will be announcing Metroid Prime Trilogy for 2021. Remaster. Link to the past remaster? We don't need No, I, I, I don't. I mean. You would buy it. You know you would yeah, buy it. Buy well, I would buy it. I would buy it in a heartbeat. But- and that's the thing. Earlier, somebody said, I don't know who it was, but I was talking about, you know, Breath of the Wild coming out. And someone in chat said, well, that would mess up the Skyward Sword sales. I went, and in my mind, I'm going, no, it won't. Mm-hmm. If you're a Zelda guy and you're going to buy a Zelda game, that is not messing up your sales at plus, all. Plus, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to sell way, 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 way more. <laughs> I mean, right. than a Skyward Sword port. That's just... I mean, would that sell? Old. It sold like twenty million, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, right? it sold like something like that. Because I think like for a lots. good while it was like the third best selling, and now of course you know with Animal Crossing uh, dominating the world, <laughs> I think That's it's true. like fourth now. Terrible. Uh, speaking of dominating the world, do you want to tell the people what the news of this week is? 
I guess we could tell think, them the news you, of the you world. You think we're there, or did you think we we covered enough of our eight bold? You know, if we were a flavor chip, I'm trying to think for of like, our E three predictions, we would not be you know just regular. We'd be bold this week, boys. I'm trying to think of like our things because we didn't have really that many Sony predictions outside of your Horizon coming. <laughs> I think they finally will admit that God of War is not coming this year. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they bring that up at all. I would. I'm trying to think. Like, I think, what I think if it's bad like that, you won't hear about it. They're going to pump up the good stuff. Well, I mean, like, like, uh, Ratchet and Clank, you know, that's going to well, be out there. It wouldn't surprise me at this point, honestly, if Horizon is pushed to 2022. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, that's I mean, why it's, it's going to surprise you that it's not pushed, well, bro. I'm just saying this, it's almost <laughs> it's almost to June. They have to say something by June. Otherwise, we're just going to know yeah. that that this is it's not coming out. It, uh, Dude, it, why? It, I'm trying to so think. when they did the, the press conference... And we all watched it on when the PS5 was coming out. Remember? Mm-hmm. That was only a few months later. Mm-hmm. They don't care about that stuff anymore. They know whenever they give you a date, pre-orders are going to go live. People are going to start popping off, buying them. They're going to sell out. Um, in this new world that we're living in, you know, apparently world. they can't make them fast enough. Well, they've you know, if you think about it, they've got, they've got Ratchet, they've got Returnal, and they'll have... Miles Morales. I mean, as far as exclusives go, do they need? Do they really need new content for this year? I would argue they. If there's anybody who doesn't need it for 2021, it's Sony. Uh, dude, I'm I'm my gaming library for PlayStation Five is whack right now. <clears throat> I don't know. I they, mean, they need something. Uh, they do it have the advantage good. of Deathloop getting moved to the fall. That's helping um, mm-hmm. for that, and that might yeah. be the one they they definitely just rely on. Right. Like that yeah. they go, look, that's our exclusive. But I have to say, like, I, I don't know, like, what are you supposed to do if like on the flip side, you look over at Microsoft and you go, there's Halo <laughs> and Starfield, you know, like. Oh, I, I totally, <laughs> I understand that. But it's, it's also important to remember that that PS4 came out the gate with no exclusives. Not really. I mean, yeah. they they rode they rode that Activision partnership sure. for a couple yeah. of years yeah. Yeah. and it benefited them you know, hugely. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Um, there that they had that for PS4. They had the destiny players that couldn't wait to, you know, buy the new version and keep rolling. I don't, I don't feel like they, I just, I feel like it was just all about the console and then the $70 games and, Oh, you get to get them. I don't give up about that. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I don't want to pay seventy dollars for stuff you can't even make fast enough. That's right. If there's one thing I would not be surprised to see there, that it won't be something that's coming this fall, obviously. But I wouldn't be surprised if if they're gonna do a true E3 like presentation that you get your first cinematic trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, like maybe like <laughs> have a fly in and show you know Kong yeah. or uh, the Golden Saucer or something, and and everyone's like, oh. You know, because they, those fans, they will live for that. <laughs> but isn't, yeah. I mean, I mean, speaking of Final Fantasy, that's, that's kind of a reintroduction of an exclusive under their console in the fall, but. Well, it's in isn't, June. Isn't 15 exclusive to PlayStation? 16? Uh, yeah, sorry, 16. I, I don't know offhand. I think it'll be on but PC, will... obviously, but I, I think, I think that's an exclusive. So if they've got if they've got Final Fantasy 16 coming this fall, if they've got Deathloop, 
No, no. Hey. Final Fantasy 16 will be done in like three years, four, four I don't years. know when the last time I a think. Final Fantasy game has been on schedule. Yeah. <laughs> it actually it actually hit those dates. So I'm kind of with Chris on that one. I'm not sure it'll come out. But if they did on yeah. paper, right, you're right. That's a pretty solid, you know, gaming library that, that makes you go, I got a PS5 and I'm proud yeah. to have these games. It'd be a really good year for Square Enix if it hit. Is it the year of Square Enix? I mean, I mean Returnal's killing it. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's particularly. I hope I'm. Back. I'm hoping it's selling, like you know, to a point where Sony likes it. Right. That's my hope for them, because <laughs> that was that was the only reason why they're making this game is that uh, Next Machina didn't sell at all, right? Because you know they put Rezo Gun out for free, and then uh, on uh, what you call PlayStation Plus on day one with the launch of the PS4. And then Next Machina came out and no one bought it. And they said I don't it, even remember that game. It was such a good game too. I love I love House Mark. They just they make cool games to me. Yeah. I've always dug them. Dig I was gonna make one of our jokes we make in our personal or Discord. There you go. Bloodborne. Uh, there you go, Sony. If you can get <laughs> a Bloodborne I, an- <laughs> announcement, that would get everyone jazzed. Or, or I, I'm, I think, I'm not I, I think what everybody's wanting is it's for it to be at 60 frames. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully Facebook announces something for Oculus gaming boys. I got a new strap coming in. That'd be great. Nice. I like get, it. A, get an E3 conversation. Oculus. Let's do this. I like a good strap. <laughs> Dude, my head is so big. The, uh, the OG strap. Uh-uh. <laughs> Shut it down, boys. I'm just imagining you like, <laughs> Like just cutting it you know and then I, taking a bungee cord that's like <laughs> do, three or do four you more know inches. The, uh, the trucker hats with the buttons in the back. It's like that, right? It, I, I prefer you have to, one uh, you know the Burger King crowns. Yeah. Since like my youth, I've not been able to put those on correctly. So, yeah. And that was when uh, you were five. Yeah, I was. I was. I was a young and I was a young tyke, a Padawan, a youngling. Yeah, the dome didn't fit in those den. So, yeah, and that's part of why I'm kind of excited. Like low key, I got the I got the uh, in the Oculus Quest too. I love VR gaming. Everybody who listens to this kind of knows that. Unless you're brand new, hey, I love I love VR gaming. But uh, I kind of I'm kind of jazzed about the PSVR two being announced in the first place. Yeah. So I mean, if they if they drop some nuggets on me, and and I get to see more of it, and I, I get to start being excited about it, Uncharted hey. in VR. Dude, dude, are you serious? Look at ah, excited. I just, I just busted. <laughs> but you would Look. not want the Last of Us. I was about to say Last of Us Part Two. Dude. Joel's perspective yes, in VR. Yes, I, dude. <laughs> Joel's Joel's that game ends pretty quick, oh doesn't it, boys? God. It'd be That's a really, those, really like, fun four-hour experience for you. Joel's perspective with a very abrupt that like vibrates on impact. Hmm. 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 You want to do some Rip. news? Spoilers. Yeah, because I really, uh, I've apparently had a lot of Dr. Pepper Zero today. By the way, that's a thing and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should try that. It's Brent, it's Dr. Pepper Zero. Not You like that bootleg Diet Dr. Pepper BS though, John. F that. Tastes more like regular Dr. Pepper. Duff, duh. You know what tastes like regular Dr. Pepper? Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> Thanks. Dude, <laughs> All right, boys, let's get ready for news. Let's go take our, 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 are we, are we off the air? No, no, we're not. So everybody's going to hear me ask that question. 
Okay, good thing I didn't say the thing. Let's go use the restroom, get ready to recuperate and get this news going. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! I did it. I got it. I got it. I was the best. <laughs> you can't say that as it's still going on. Uh, I, mine was quality, not quantity. Okay. Yeah. What ifs? Well, how about you quality, quality your butt on and get this first news topic read then? What's up? <laughs> In fact, qu- quality versus quantity is kind of my motto, but that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Irish. What are you good? So Konami got projects. So let's talk about them. Even though Konami is not attending E3 uh, this year, Konami has announced that it has a lot of, quote, key projects in the works. Quote, due to timing, we will not be ready to present at E3 this year. We want to reassure our fans that we are in deep involvement. Uh, <laughs> we are deep in development. Still did it wrong. Yeah. On, a number, on a number of key projects. So please stay tuned for some updates in the coming months. Uh, it's like, I wanted to make a game about Pachinko in some way. <laughs> might, as well, might as well just cash in on that. Um, the ESA responded to this announcement stating, we support our partner Konami's decision to not participate in E3 this year and are excited to see what they'll be announcing in the future when they're ready to do so. We can't wait for their return to E3 2022. That's a little presumptuous, isn't it? Uh-huh. Isn't it? Uh, but in the meantime, we look forward to sharing all of the highly anticipated reveals, programming, and so much more at this year's E3. That's so, VR speak there at the end. Good, yeah. good pivot. Yeah. E3. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we want to. I don't know if we want to kind of uh, meld this topic into this news bit, but um, I'm just kind of wondering what you guys, what your, what your thoughts are on how we think E3 is actually going to, like the main what, one. Well, what in what the impression of E three is going to be this year after all after it's all said and done because of you know everything that's going on how they have to present. Um, I think the, they get a pass this year. Yeah, I, I simply think they get one because it's a on the heels of the pandemic. Things are starting to open up. It won't look as bad that they don't have the show floor. Um or I'm sorry, the game that where you, you go test the games, they don't have that area. They don't have a lot of people there. Um, and, and there's not a lot of physical things happening. Right. And they get, I think COVID gives them that pass, even though way before this, this fine podcast talked about the decline of E3. And we predicted that sadly we thought it was going away. So I think they can use this momentum and maybe maybe find themselves turning it around if they do it right, but they're going to have to really pull it off to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where I think that they're at, you know? So, yeah, this is, um, this is a, I mean, while it doesn't have to be a complete home run, it's a big year for them because I, I just don't see how they're going back. Like the idea that there's ever again, going to be, a E3 where, you know, you rent out the uh, LA, you know, Staples Center event convention center, whatever. Right. And you charge X amount of dollars for a booth and all those kinds of things. I don't think developers are really keen on it. I don't think they've really liked it in recent years, but they've done it just because it's the best way to get, you know, 
your game that might not be say how it was the last couple of years cyberpunk right out there where people that work for outlets can see it experience it and then go off and you know write a story and say like hey I know this wasn't the big announcement today at E3, but this is something that's worth checking out and going back to their editors and saying, we need to do preview c- coverage if they give us the chance to do it down the line. Right. Um, so I, I think they need to prove that they can over the course of their five days prove that like it's worth to give us money to broadcast your game because we're going to get you more exposure than your Twitter, you know, feed will, out there right and if they can do that then they have a place to go forward if not yeah it might just be something that we call e3 and it dissipates and it just more so just becomes hey june is the time of year where the big companies go out there and do events and you know put their their lineups up of like a what's coming this fall and b what is being announced as being a long way off right I don't know what it's going to be, but this is going to be an interesting experiment. For sure. With, uh, I think, go ahead, John. I think, I think one thing that might help, um, E3 in the future is get it out of LA. That, Uh, I think, you know, maybe either take it back to Atlanta because it it was in Atlanta for a couple of years, Mm -hmm. a long time ago. Put it in Atlanta or Boston or some, someplace like that to, you know, give it a little bit more fresh air. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to Los Angeles. It's, it, it's, you know, it's, uh, you it's know. a city. <laughs> and I, I think, I, I think, I think a city like Atlanta is always hungry for this type of stuff. I think they would welcome it. I think, I think they, I think they, I think it might be a shot in the arm if they change its location. Maybe, so. uh, move it every year. <clears throat> right. Like kind of do it like how the final four is, with basketball right like where it's consistently uh, going different places and it's like a big weekend for the city so, i don't know that the eso wants to negotiate with venues every year sure. I, I think i think they probably want a standing contract something set in stone mm-hmm. that kind of thing unless they start planning it the way the olympics start planning their <laughs> venues but um is there anything in particular you guys would like to see from konami i know they don't have a lot me, me, to oh, offer me, these metal, things, metal but me, metal gear Done by Kojima. Thank you. you. Uh, I mean, there is part of me who wonders like the reason they pulled out is because something is going to, to uh, someone else's presentation. Right. Because it's like, you know, like why would we put this here when we know Microsoft will put it on stage, Sony will put it on stage, whichever one of the two that will get way more attention in, in their mind. So that might be why. Drago says Los Angeles is a mess and smells like dirty socks. <laughs> Shout out to LA West side <laughs> city of angels. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. There's that. Uh, to me, it's crazy. Cause I mean, it's, they pulled out with a month ago, which means what if they were like, Oh, by the way, guys, uh, it's may. We still don't have our thing done. Crap. We got to pull out. <laughs> Guys, we were too busy putting out these 45 new uh, Pacheco machine games. We're not going to be ready <laughs> with our, our trailer for, for Silent Hill. That's so funny. Everybody's email alerts pop off on the same day. Mm. Like, get it started. Have it done. And it's not so funny. 
Hmm. But Chris, you want to talk about some Discord news that I think is kind of ish. I don't know how to explain it yet. Yeah, we are sowing the seed. Oh, wait, no, no. Oh, but, oh, that's oh, it. that's my I love tears for fears. Anyways, PlayStation has announced that it has made a minority investment into Discord with the purpose of building a partnership with the online chat service. Jim Ryan, everyone's favorite president and CEO of PlayStation, announced the partnership via a blog post stating, quote, empowering players to create communities and enjoy shared gaming experiences is at the heart of what we do. So we are beyond excited uh, to start this journey with one of the world's most popular communication services. Discord has reported over 140 million users per month around the globe. This comes following the news that Discord halted talks of a buyout with three potential buyers, including Microsoft. Reportedly, Microsoft was willing to shell out $10 billion, that's with a B, uh, for the platform. No concrete details have been established regarding how this future collaboration will work. I think they said they want PlayStation integration with it to some degree uh, by 2022. I think that's come out. I've seen that somewhere. That'd but, be great. Um, I mean... I'm not sure, like, because that is the, like, one weird thing when you get on Discord. Uh, Microsoft, like, you can link your Xbox, and, of course, Steam, you can link all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, and right. I even think, like, with even, like, EA Play and all that stuff, if you want to, um, you can. So it, it it's always made sense to me that, you know, at the very least, you'd want where PlayStation folks are playing a game. If I'm logged into Discord, you could see, kind of like with everything else, if I want you to. What am I playing on my PlayStation? You know, John is playing Returnal right now. Uh, you know, something you don't like know that. that. You don't know that. <laughs> no, I'm saying I, there's been a lot of times, Chris, where I've like, even recently, I was going to play Final Fantasy 14 on my PS5. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of digging it because we got an update for it and it looks really good. But our connection with the people I play with are on Discord. Sure. So I'm looking up stuff on the internet. How do I make my PlayStation and Discord recognize each other? I mean, it can be simple. You can add video to it by having a video uh, yeah. you know, camera on your PS5. And it can be just like we're doing now, recording this podcast on Discord, even our videos. Uh, it, it, I need to just see how it's going to play out. I, the very interesting thing for me is that Microsoft's attempt to buy it out fell through at a $10 billion price point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that meant that was a minority investment. No, they wanted to own it. They, they wanted they- to own yeah so and sony didn't shell out 10 billion probably if this no. is going to happen this is this is if anything it's showing you why they didn't because if you're discord microsoft has no you know incentive not to get on this train too like they don't have to be an owner right but if sony's going to have their chat on discord at, at some point or the ability to do discord chat i guarantee you microsoft is going to come and try to negotiate something too and that might be the synergy is that we're talking like in 10 years or five years, even that discord just literally becomes the place for audio chat for all gamers, no matter where you're playing. Can Nintendo please get on? I hope so. That'd be great. They they would be the last, you know, I think we would all agree with that and that's fine, but you know, why not? Yeah. It'd be a lot better situation than Mm -hmm. uh, they have right now. I think. John thoughts, anything before I move on? Just want to make sure I don't leave you in the dust. Um, it's an interesting partnership. Um, and it's sort of, it's sort of not the sexy stuff that mm-hmm. you, you know, that we talk about Microsoft's giving Microsoft is 
you want to play MLB, you go to Microsoft. You want to, you know, all these games that are coming out, Microsoft games, Xbox games passes is, is dominating the conversation where, you know, PlayStation is getting bad press for, I'm not even sure what the principle is about why they're getting bad press necessarily. We've already had that conversation, but it's, it's less sexy to say, well, PlayStation has a minority investment in Discord or PlayStation has a minority investment in Real Engine. You know what I mean? Unreal Engine, rather. Um, it's, it's like they're playing this very quiet, long game and they're operating like a company who doesn't have the war chest that Microsoft is. It's almost like, hmm. it's almost, it's almost like PlayStation is, is Russia <laughs> and Microsoft is, is United States. Uh, Phil Spencer's Ronald Reagan, and he and he's decided he's going to just spend the Soviets into oblivion. I mean, that's what that's what this is all starting to feel like to me. Yeah. But um, but hopefully, hopefully, PlayStation is making these very small moves on the chessboard that keep them relevant and keep mm -hmm. them in the conversation. They're just not that sexy to talk about, and I get it. If I had a hat, John, I would virtually tip it to you for bringing in uh, the um the the Soviet communists. And the Ronald Reagans of our past into the Discord. I'm not and trying. To, I'm not I, trying to. I'm not trying no, no, to compare no, no. Sony to communists. I, I'm hearing Hulk Hogan's like intro music from like the WWF days. <laughs> Phil's coming into I'm real America. You know? <laughs> like I am. Like I'm like this is nostalgic. I just like I said, tip of the hat to you, sir. Just right. start. Um, start a V3 for Xbox. It's just Phil going well. <laughs> living in America. <laughs> PS5 continues to dominate. Uh, PlayStation 5 has sold a whopping 7.8 million units in its first fiscal year on sale. Nice. That ended, of course, on March 31st. This is surpassed. It, it's if physical, you're wondering, it's physical, physical year. Fiscal. Physical. It says F I S C A L. You physical. don't know enough about Chris to know he can't discern between yeah, yeah. physical and physical. <laughs> I'm making sure Chris knows that he says it wrong every time. <laughs> Uh, this has surpassed the PS4 sales in the same period of 7.6 million units for you math um, nerds out there. That's like 0.2 million more. What's up? <laughs> Sony managed to hit its global target despite, of course, the global pandemic and the semiconductor shortage that's affecting us to this day. Yeah. Furthermore, Sony's gaming division brought in around 25 billion with a B in revenue. Physical software was the smallest contributor to that success, accounting for only 5% of sales being beaten by PlayStation peripherals, the perifs at 6%. Sony projects, of course, this number in sales to be even higher next year. Thoughts, prayers, boys? I'm interested to see if, uh, like, when this shortage is going to taper off, like, what right. they can do. Because I, I almost, like... You go, okay, I think demand for the PS5 was much higher at launch than it was for the PS4 because there was still that, like, battle at the time, you know, because Microsoft hadn't completely just screwed up yet. <laughs> you know, it had to be established that that had happened. Um, and my thinking is, obviously, if there wasn't a pandemic, if there wasn't this shortage on semiconductors, that number could have been, like, 9 or 10 million, and you would have not shocked me. But now you're getting into that point where you had this building up of, of, you know, stock that you could do before the launch. How much do you have left? And like, therefore, and, and this goes for Microsoft too. You're about to hit the same problem where it's like, okay, as this shortage continues and it takes, say, 
seven, eight, nine months to get everything back to somewhere where everyone's operating and where they can fulfill all their demands. Like, what does that mean for new console sales over the next, uh, during that period, basically, right? Like, I would not be surprised if you got to the end of this year where Microsoft might be looking okay because of the fact of how bad Xbox One did after that first three-month period. But Sony, I don't think, will keep pace with the PS4, not because of demand, but just because of sheer inability to get it out because of the shortage, right? Uh, otherwise, I think this would go beyond path of maybe being the best-selling console of all time, or at least maybe. You know, for the short term. Well, it, it almost seems like, it almost feels like we've kind of rationally, well, logically, I would say, we might even have that backwards. I mean, if you were to ask me with, with the information I knew about the shortage at the time, like, oh, you know, it's it's hard to find, production is having trouble. Yeah. You would, th- you would think that that it's because PlayStation was making the bare minimum consoles, but come to find out, mm-hmm. they've actually released more units Mm-hmm. or produced more units than they did PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's it, it's almost as if people are sitting around their homes going, "Okay, I'm at home. What am I going to do? Oh, I'm going to I'm going to update my computer." Like if people go or going to work or going on vacation and traveling around, there almost wouldn't be this shortage. It's like it's it's not technically a shortage. It, it's just it's just COVID happened, so they produced from what I understand, they produced more semiconductors than they have in the past. Yes. But because people weren't anticipating being at home, wanting to, it's like sitting at home going, you know, the person who has a job, you know, going to work physically and Mm -hmm. doing more things, going to the gym, all that stuff. They're, they're less likely to go, I'm going to upgrade my computer. (laughs) That's, that's one part of it. And then it was all of a sudden, every car manufacturer said, we really have to upgrade our, our systems. Like they're trying to go to that next level, right? That's the other part. That's the part they say is really slamming them right now, regardless of the pandemic or not. You probably would still have these shortages. The pandemic is just going to extend it even longer, right? It's going to make it that much more painful. And it it takes time. It's not a quick fix. You don't, you know, we had this as far as with graphics cards uh, for the actual chips a couple of years ago. And that was just for something that's used only on, uh, Primarily, you know, with computers, right? And consoles. Well, to, now it's now it's everything. <laughs> well, to me, to me, it's not the to, to me it's not the ramping up mm-hmm. of production that's going to solve the problem. It's things getting back to normal that's going to solve the problem. And I think once people once people get back to normal and start to function as they normally did sure. in society, demand for these things will start to go down because Maybe. people aren't people aren't sitting in their homes going. You know what? Well, what else am I going to do? I'm going to try to find a PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. I I just really think that there was sort of a. I know, get that. I I think they met. I think they met demand. Mm-hmm. They did what they could. COVID nineteen. Yeah. They they I, actually they actually succeeded demand sans COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. It's just that nobody knew so knew COVID nineteen is coming. Can you still get these graphics cards? Yes, they're out there. You just have to pay a thousand bucks for them. <laughs> Yeah, I think the uh, the appetite for the PlayStation Five, the Xbox, and graphics cards um, is is like people are hungry for them now, and part of that has to do with the fact that they aren't necessarily easy to come by. Yeah, and I think that's only going to grow even when we get back into the rhythm of our new normal. 
uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out week to week, month to month, uh, and, and moving forward. It could, it could be very beneficial to both companies in the sense of like being similar to how the Wii was back in the day where, you know, people just buy because it's available because, you know, they don't care what it is. They're just like, I've wanted one of these things. I haven't been able to find it. And I actually have an opportunity before me. I will shell it out right now. Holy you know, I'll crap. go get it. Right. So I've got, um, I'll show you. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it, but I've got just giving you a quick disclaimer, boys. If I get knocked out of, uh, yeah, I got that alert two seconds ago. Too. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Apparently the storm uh, the, of the century is coming. <laughs> yeah. It's coming at us right now. So, you know, if, if we get knocked out, we can always resume when it's over for the, the actual podcast release, but I don't, this storm doesn't, hopefully isn't too aggressive. Kind of like John's been at me tonight. That's a joke. <laughs> that's, called a, oh, that's a segue. That's a segue. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. Sony gets, ag- <laughs> Sony gets aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> I don't get aggressive. I'm, I'm, and you know, I think you guys can agree. I'm very passive aggressive. So like the king of it. You're the yeah. best. Around. All right. So. <laughs> now I'm gonna keep it no, no, no. Shut it down. Sony is planning to aggressively invest in its first party studios in the next year and will also create more partnerships with third party studios. Speaking out the uh, speaking at the earnings call. I was about to say speaking out the <laughs> <laughs> speaking, speaking at the earnings call, Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki. That's a great name. That's a great that's a that's a perfect like name for any game I play when I create a character. He said, quote, I was I was thinking that too. Like um seems like it's almost sounds like a video game. Toki uh Hiroki to Toki. Hiroki to Toki. We're being very insensitive. I know, but Uh, it's a cool name. We intend to continue investing in partnerships with external studios in addition to aggressively investing in our in-house studios. We specifically he specifically pointed to the company's partnership with the Jade Raymond-led studio Haven. Boo. Sony is also investing heavily in the first party, saying, quote, we plan to increase development personnel and other costs in our in-house studios by approximately $138 million year on year as we further strengthen our in-house software. Hmm. So John reads that as that they got to spend more money because of Jade Raymond or something probably like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. You said 138 is actually 183. I just, I'm not trying to correct you, but I just wanted it to be more money that they got to spend because of Jade Raymond. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, So does this contradict what we read last week or am I reading this wrong? I think this is all response. It's just them. No, this is not a response. I mean, it reads PR. A company company like Sony cannot pivot like this based on a, based on a Schreier article. This stuff has been in talks for months and months and months and months and months. It just doesn't work like that. But it doesn't say anything, right? It just says we're going to spend 183. I'm sure. Yes. That number is probably was already in thing, but it doesn't like mean like, Hey, we're going to do, you know, all these new things. I think what it means is like, Hey, this is what we're spending for this year. And it probably means probably the biggest take, uh, takeaway I would say is that it's kind of what I thought they would do, which is, Hey, we will gladly give you X amount of dollars to have this on our console for six months, you know, from some third party developer. Cause they'd been doing this, you know, that's their thing. And that's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea for them. 
I think, uh, as far as that. But I don't think it means like all of a sudden you're going to have a bunch of new studios or that they're going to go make some wild, you know, go buy some new studio out there for, you know, $2 billion or something like that. Um, And they don't need to, honestly. They have talent. (laughs) Are they going to bring their talent to Miami for Sunset? Hey, speaking of Sunset Overdrive, classic game. Uh, It would appear that Sony has registered a trademark for the Xbox exclusive, exclusive world premiere uh, shooter Sunset Overdrive. The trademark was registered at the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office in late April. I'm just imagining Shuhei strolling down to the trademark office and going like, we'd like to find that. (laughs) Um, What are you doing here, sir? I'm just, you know, just make me a trademark. Yeah, got one of these. Uh, This does not necessarily confirm anything, but it could mean a revival of the series exclusively to PlayStation since the company acquired the developer in 2019. Sony can now lay claim to the game with the possibly at minimum of bringing the original title to its platform. The game released exclusively to Xbox back on October 28, 2014 was definitely like the first of those fall exclusives, uh, following the release of the new consoles that was like, Ooh, okay. Next gen. This is great. Back then. And I love that game. I would love yeah, to you see told it. me to play this game. I currently, I download one, one time it came on the games pass and I got it. Mm-hmm. And I just haven't played it. It, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. You said it was cool. It'll be weird if I have it on my Xbox and then eventually get it on PlayStation. It's hilarious. What up, Mike? I see you join the chat. Overblown truth is at lunch. I uh, just wanted to say, hey, I'm kind of catching up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to talk about Thunder Vest, Walter, because that takes me back to Breath of the Wild, and I still got to beat that one thing. Um, yeah, so I've caught up on chat now. But yeah, Chris, this is I thought of you when I saw this story. I'm kind of glad I got brought on the news, and that's why you also read it, because you played this game first. You said it was a good game. Yeah. You kind of told people to play it. So I mean, cool. it was one of those ones back then where you know, Insomniac did great games before you got to Spider-Man. And this is one of what, them, you know, like it, oh. it's unfortunate that more people didn't play it uh, on Xbox at the time. And I think that's why pretty much they never went back to Insomniac and greenlit a sequel as far as Xbox is concerned. I don't know if this means like you'll actually get the original on there. Microsoft has been willing to because I thought like, you know, I remember a couple of years ago Insomniac even saying you need to go talk to Microsoft as far as why there's not a Sunset Overdrive two right so i don't know i would imagine they have the rights to the original is what they're saying right 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 um, right but maybe microsoft sold off uh mass effect back in the day to ea i don't see why they wouldn't do it here if they're like look we're not going to have someone else make this and you own if they own the overall intellectual property they might be willing to give that up and say go work on it do whatever and we don't care uh who knows but i hope they're i would love it if their next game was a new sunset game this is true Mm -hmm. well hey um i told you that the game i got it on xbox probably like a games for gold or something at one point that kind of ties into what i'm going to speak on next and that's xbox games pass and what games you can expect here in the month of may here's the list it always seems like they're better than playstation i gotta be honest I don't know if you guys feel that way or not, but I actually know most of these games. That's anecdotal at best. I get it. You know, 
But here we go. These games are available and launched between May 4th, which was Star Wars Day, and the 13th of May. Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Builders 2. That's John's jam. Is that the game? John? That's the game. That's the game. That's the game. That's the game. We gotta play the game. Uh, FIFA 21. That's pretty big, right? Am I crazy? Yeah. That's a big one on there. Uh, Outlast 2. Sean, you gotta play that. <laughs> I gotta play out. I don't, I'm got to play out, dude. Dude, scary. I'm on like blood pressure medicine. Scary games, dude. I don't. I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, steep. What is steep? I have no idea. That's boys. like a like. Is it about a winner winner X Games type thing? You know, <laughs> just a game about a big hill. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Final Fantasy 10 and 10-2 HD remaster. That's pretty good. I would play one of pretty those. <clears throat> Which one, the remaster? I would play 10. I would not play 10 2. <laughs> 10 2. Wonder if my boy Mike has played 10 or 10 2. Oh, he. Uh, I he, do know. He has? He has played 10, and like me, he tried to play 10 2 and, and shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Shut it down. I do know what you didn't shut down, and that was any Just Cause game, Chris. I know you love those. Just Cause 4 Reloaded yeah. is on Games Pass. Um, also, a great game, Psychonauts, is on Game Pass. There's one we forgot for the predictions because that's probably an announcement that will Something's come this happen. year. Yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, and then of course uh, wrapping up, Red Dead Online. Something I still have not played because mm-hmm. I don't like Red Dead. So there's that. <laughs> but you could go be a cowboy online forever. I know it. That in theory I should love Red Dead, um, everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know what happened for real? I think I felt rushed to play the game. Yeah. I think I felt like I had to beat you, and I knew that was a losing cause in that game. It was. I should just play it at my leisure and just enjoy it. That's the best way to play that game. It's a slow yeah. burn. Because uh, my good friend uh, Cam loves it, and we generally like a lot of the same games, and he played it. He wore it out like an old baseball mitt, John, not the other thing you were thinking of when I said wore it out. I mean, some you know? kids that age <laughs> use their baseball glove for cleanup. It wouldn't fit. Whoa. Oh, wait. Whoa. It wouldn't fit. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, like I said, those are like, um, yo, a G is at the heat versus mass game spent 26 for his ticket. Nice. What is the mass? What is heat versus mass? Um, I think he means Mavericks. Oh, heat versus Mavs game. That make, that would make way more sense. That's what's up. Who does he like? He likes, he likes the teams, heat. Right? He is a heat so fan. So we are hoping that the Mavs win, right? <laughs> go Luca, because <laughs> that's what we would do. Or if but he yeah, likes them, really... then go Don or uh, go Jimmy Dude, Butler. See, yeah, that's awesome. That's hilarious. Johnny Walter Actual says Johnny Bitch called. That's funny. <laughs> a worn out mitt. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, the news. Um, the news is not done. We got two more pieces, and they're going to be brought to you by John and Chris. Um, both of them have to do with money. So John. All the money. All the give the man his money. Well, lady, ladies and gentlemen, Chris and Sean, there's a rumor going around that mm. uh Microsoft is uh set to increase their revenue share. Uh well, increase revenue share for partners. According to confidential documents, and these are confidential documents that are coming out of the Apple versus Fortnite. Uh, so we're Apple. not breaking no. like NDAs or anything like that by saying this now. It depends. Some of the <laughs> stuff some of the stuff is leaking. Um Right. Because a lot of times when comp- when companies have to divulge this stuff to the courts, they ask for like a um, 
ask it to be sealed. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the stuff is going out stuff. They might not want people to know. So you might actually, in the next couple of weeks, we might actually get leaks to upcoming games because it's being disclosed. Oh, but not like summoned to court. Cause we talked about this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention I was in a wreck two days ago. Oh, Shut no. Up. So according to <laughs> pivot, pivot drops it, <laughs> it's done. Pivot is the I car. Got, okay. Are you yeah, okay? I got rear ended at a, at a stoplight. Ow, ouch. And you know, I drive this little Hyundai accent and the person who hit me was driving an older Honda Accord. She completely messed up her grill. Mm. Um, my car tank. <laughs> it seems to have, I don't tank. know. It's the weirdest thing. Cause you guys have seen that car. Does, doesn't it look like if anything hit it, it would just sort of melt? I don't know. I think the back <laughs> is the best place to hit it. Yeah. Well, it's like a wall in general. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but they, the woman got out of the car and you know, I know I'm, 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 I get, I got rear ended. I know it's not my fault no matter what happens, but at some, I, I, just, I was just expecting to get yelled at. That's just, but is your uh, neck okay? Did you have whiplash? Your back okay? You're, are you good? Everything's good so far. Good. But um, the woman gets out of the car. Her little kid is crying his eyes out. So I'm immediately just feeling sorry for them, even though I didn't do anything. So <clears throat> she says stuff like, you know, um, my tires are bad. And, um, and she, she was trying to just get me to lo- allow her to drive away. Yeah, she, um, she says, she says, I will pay you cash, blah, blah, blah. Um, let me grab, let me grab my, my, my information so you could take a picture of it, whatever. So what she handed me was her, her registration for her car. And I noticed that insurance was absent. She mentioned, I can't find my insurance anywhere. And then she said, she said, I got to go. Um, I'm, I'm taking my little boy to daycare or, or something or to the babysitter or something like that. And I start, and she starts sort of, you know, leaning in on my sympathy, my, my, my sympathy for people. Then she made a mistake and I think I probably would have kept her there anyway, but she made this mistake going, Oh, I can't believe this. I just, I just had a DUI. And then oh, I went, no. uh, let me call a cop. <laughs> so she gets, she gets cited for, uh, for following too closely, obviously, and for driving without insurance. Hmm. And so I've got to go to court on July 13th. That'll be fine. Anyway, anyway, Microsoft. And apparently whenever we get done reading this stuff you're about to read, you're going to be a, a court-aholic, dude. That's right. According Yikes. to confidential documents, Microsoft was planning to reduce its 30% revenue share of Xbox Store games by 18%, which would have moved the split from 70-30 to 88-12. These documents were filed for the Epic Games versus Apple case in January 2021. This would be a huge flex for the company as the standard split for Nintendo, Sony, and Xbox has traditionally been, and also I think for Steam, has been 70-30. This move it's also puts in line <clears throat> this move also puts it in line with the Epic Games 80 88-12 uh split and moving away from the 70-30 that Steam still uses. A Microsoft yeah. spokesman a Microsoft spokesperson had little to share except to say that quote, we have no plans to change the revenue share for console games at this time. Mm. So I don't know what any of this technically means, but this kind of pivots back to, um, if you look, if you look at both companies, Sony 
and Microsoft, mm-hmm. and you look up how much money Sony has cash on hand, it's about thirty between thirty and forty billion. If you look at what Microsoft has, <laughs> just cash on hand, meaning meaning this isn't budgeted. This isn't budgeted. Four for trillion staff. dollars. This isn't, this isn't this isn't budgeted for staff. This yeah. isn't budgeted for development. This is just cash we have to use on hand. It's one hundred and forty billion dollars. Yeah. This this is I mean we're looking at Sony obviously dominating mm-hmm. in many ways the video game space between the two. But I think Microsoft here, what they've, what they've decided to do is if we can't compete with them with Mindshare, we're going to spin them out of oblivion or into oblivion rather. Why and now? It, and it's, I, I just look, I, and I'm not, I'm not throwing shade. Microsoft Xbox was my, was my platform of choice last gen, but they have failed Mm-hmm. from a console perspective to win any generation they've been a part of any of them. Now, Chris can argue till the cows come home about how much money they bring in, which is valid, mm-hmm. but they haven't really managed to, with the exception. I mean, we can all agree that Xbox 360 was, even though they didn't win that generation, they killed it. Yeah. They won it. They killed it. <laughs> um, but as far as I, I just think that, I think that their strategy is just this is a cold war and we're going to we're going to we're going to throw billions of dollars at things because we know Sony can't. Sure. We know Sony can't make the in the type of investments and purchases that Microsoft can can do. What can they do? Do minority investments in Discord and Unreal Engine. That's what Sony can do. Mm-hmm. Sony can throw Sony can throw 400 million dollars out to buy Insomniac. Mm-hmm. But they can't throw six billion dollars to buy Bethesda, even though this isn't throwing shade at Bethesda. But let's be let's honest. Let's be honest. I think they overpaid. I think ten billion dollars for Discord is obscene. I'm not saying that there's not value, but it shows that Xbox is willing to throw that type of money out there to really give to really box Sony in and make them have no flexibility at all as a company. Mm-hmm. I just think that's uh, everything I see here from not only that we can afford because we're worth all this money, we can afford to lower our profitability on the share of, of money we make on the games purchased in our store. It just shows you what they're trying to do mm-hmm. to compete with Sony because Sony can't meet them on that end. They can meet them with their, their intellectual properties, their, their, their IPs. They can do all this stuff and, I, I just think this. I think this is a long I, game that, that 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 Xbox could very well win within the next eight years. Well, you say, dude, they've always and that's what you heard me say. Why now? They've always had the ability to make this flex, you know. But even having all that money, that's and mad. even the consensus being, you know, they the 360 was amazing and all that stuff. The world buys PlayStation consoles at record paces. And 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 I'm, the whole time you're talking, I'm thinking, okay, so they box them in and they force their hand to have more first, um, you know, first party titles, these big blockbusters that they got. Um, you know, Nintendo's doing just fine with having a bunch of first party titles. But, but I don't, think, I don't know how much money Nintendo has compared to those two, though. I don't know think, if you know that. Yeah, like a hundred million on hand. 
because they have a lot of cash. That's the one thing I know yeah. about Nintendo. Well, 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 think of think of the boss move that Xbox made with MLB. Yeah, they they said we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put the money out mm-hmm. to put it to put it on our platform for free, and we're giving you this game for free that a Sony studio has developed. Mm-hmm. It was that is such shade. I mean, that is just that. John's I mean, it, it's, I love it's it. brilliant. It's brilliant stuff. Unless, unless Sony was like, here, have this game. No, because it's no, no, I'm just, I'm just, just hypothetically talking. Yeah. Take it. It's crap. No, have they, it. they've already I'm said just, uh, it. The, the, they've already said basically me down that fast again. When I haven't made my, well, point, I mean, sir, I will drive to your house, <laughs> come into your apartment, beat you and your I mean, neighbor up that I was with Sony. Okay? Sony already basically admitted like, Hey, you want to know why it's on games pass? Go, go ask MLB. Cause that's who made that decision because Microsoft said, here's money and MLB has no reason to not take money. They, they understand how this works. No, I know. I was yeah. just trying to make a hypothetical, but yeah, situation. I mean it, whatever, dude, they've always had the ability to flex money, but they're going to stumble. Somebody's going to mess no, up. Something. I think they like, had money when they decided to tell everybody their consoles had to be online before people were ready to be online. Sure. Yeah. They're they been, messed up. I think they've had that moment and this is where you see it. I think it's working because you have someone like Phil in there who can balance the sides of here's the business side. AKA we are Microsoft, right? Like my idea is that he went to, uh, I can't remember the name of the guy who's the CEO of Microsoft now, uh, right now, but probably went to him and said, if you want to make Xbox something that isn't just, you know, a competing force in the industry, but literally could be, the center of the industry in 10 years, right? Let me do this. Let me spend this amount of money, you know, to set this up and put it in motion. And then now it's more of like, look, what's better if we take 70, 30, or if we take just 12% and now anyone who makes an indie game has no incentive not to put it on our service. There's just no reason to do it anymore. And that was kind of a problem the last generation for them. Like you remember the dude who did braid that was a huge original Xbox uh, or 360 arcade game got fed up with Don Matrick and all that and went over and put the witness out exclusively on, uh, you know, on Sony when that game launched, like things like that, they pissed off a lot of those indie developers. And I think Phil's like, I can figure out a way where, over time, this will eventually become economical for us. And we can do this, as John said correctly, because they are Microsoft, because of the fact that, you know, they have so many components to them that can work, you know, in tandem, where unlike Sony, Sony needs PlayStation to consistently be hitting at this point. It's pretty much their top entity they own right now, besides television. I would say that's the other one, right? Uh, Microsoft doesn't need Xbox to be the biggest thing, nor will it ever be the biggest thing in their portfolio. It will be Azure. It will be, you know, office consistently. I mean, and of course, windows, but, th- but that's also part of the con. Microsoft has got Jason Schreier believing that, that Sony is the big guy. They're, they're the little guy. They're both Sony the big guy. The Sony. guy. I mean, I, 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 I would never say about- that either is the small guy. They're both gigantic companies, right? Well, uh, when you're talking about three times the billions 
that Microsoft has versus Sony. I mean, if, if you're comparing two things, yeah. yeah, we can, we can feasibly say that, that Sony's the little guy and, sure. and, but that entices game journalists because it's a sexy article to go look at all the things that games pass is doing for us and the things they're giving us and the things they're investing. But the other narrative is mm -hmm. we've got this multi-billion, almost a trillion dollar company mm -hmm. that's giving you all this stuff. Sure. I mean, we're, I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's just a perspective. Um, but Sony can't, like you said, Sony can't make these types of mistakes that, Microsoft yeah. has been consistently making for the past eight years. But I think you would agree well, though, not like eight years, not eight years. Yeah, I just mean, but you would agree though, like in the past, even though that was still true when you go back to the beginning of the uh, last generation, right? Microsoft was still way, way, way bigger than Sony was as far as a company. Everyone was reaming Xbox indeservingly. Like that's the important thing. As long as you look at someone's moves and you say, look, this is a bad thing that you're doing. It's not a good idea the way that you're focused on right now. And it could eventually have a negative effect as to your business down the line. Maybe not today, but, you know, down the line. That's what I think is the more important thing to review with these. Because, like, Nintendo, a couple of years, I understand their moves. But I can easily say right now, no matter how big or small Nintendo is, I think they have their identity. I think they understand their fans better than they ever have before. And like even going back to the Wii where I don't think they understood what they had. Um, and <laughs> I mean like that in a sense, like they didn't know what that was going to lead to, right? Like they made Wii U and that wasn't what they should have been leading towards right here. They have their identity. They know what they are and it shows because they don't need third party games because they can put out an animal crossing and it sells like 40 freaking million units and no one else is, has yeah. those kinds of <laughs> home run hitters. Right. It's crazy. It works, you know? So Sony, it's more of, okay, yeah, you have these, these first party studios and that's great and all, but if you're in direct competition with Microsoft and they slowly keep stacking the deck, right then yeah, it, it's like you said, it, it, it makes it kind of this war of attrition where you keep looking at like, how is Sony going to not just become the secondhand thing, right? Especially if you ever got to the point where, imagine at some point Phil gets you to where any smart TV, you can just plug in, in a USB external hard drive, download your games to that, and your TV can just run it through Xbox software. You know, you need to buy a box or you can stream it. Think of how many people that touches that don't yeah, I, have I, lots of money. Look, Microsoft has Windows, mm -hmm. um, Microsoft Office. They're, I mean, the, they're the number one most used platforms in the world. Yeah. But, you know, I think, I think they're positioning video games that way. I think Sony, I, I agree. I agree with uh, Mike 3479. I think Sony is fine. Sure. For now. Yeah. Let's be honest. Sony does not have the ability, the resources, or the groundwork laid to do where gaming is going. Microsoft does, and they're already doing it. Mm -hmm. Subscription ser subscription services, um, what is it? The cloud gaming, all of this stuff that they're positioning to, they're giving this stuff away for free because they're getting they're getting you adopting it. Yes. And, and Sony can't do that. Yeah. 
they're not going to be able to do that. They have to, if Sony, I don't know how they would convince themselves to do it too. Like they have to be able to come out there and say, God of War Ragnarok is day one on PlayStation now. And they're not going to do that. And to be honest, they probably can't afford to do that in their current structure. And that's the hardship for them. I'm, so hoping, I, I, I'm hoping Nacho says that uh, Sony should partner partner with Roku. I hope that's what that would be a great idea. I'm, I'm going to bring this back to John's, you know, Soviet Union, Cold War, Ronald Reagan stuff from before. Well, At one time in sports, boys, um, there's been something that they did. It was a hockey team, right? And they were in New York and they were playing. And I tell you what, the Americans weren't supposed to beat the Soviets on ice. And the Xbox is trying to build itself as this like Goliath thing now. And I'm going to ask you if you believe in miracles, boys. Sony's Sean, just fine. Sean, who do you play for? Sony's just fine. Sony will be fine. I, I don't think like, don't get me wrong. Sony will be around this generation. They will be around the next generation, whatever that is. It's just more of like, you look at it and go, man, maybe it might at some point be in the best interest of Sony to go to someone like Amazon or Google and say, buy us out and let us be your gaming brand because we have X, Y, and Z and you can give us all these tools that we just can't do. Right. I think that's a likely transformation for Sony at some point. Well, Chris, let's not let the money talk stop there. Let's go ahead and give the folks the final news story. We promised the last two would be about money. Um, Give that man his money. And uh, apparently that Epic spent some money. And I'm sure you're just excited to tell everybody about it too, right? Mm. I am. But first I'm going to (laughs) say, finally this week. Epic has spent over $11 million to entice players over to its storefront for free games. We know this now thanks to the legal battle going on between Epic and Apple, two small companies. Uh, the most expensive game <laughs> Epic licenses is the Batman Arkham games, which Epic apparently paid $1.5 million for. A close second was Subnautica, which Epic paid $1.4 million for. Epic also paid on the low end with things such as Super Meat Boy, which was for 45000 and Rhyme. Remember when we talked about that, guys? That was a way back. I don't think they can yeah. listen to that one anymore. That was a one-two <laughs> way back. Yeah. Uh, but none of that really matters when Fortnite alone made $9 billion in two years. Jeez. Best beta game ever. Uh, it <laughs> is estimated that Fortnite made $1.2 billion before it was removed from the App Store. Wow. Do you know if we just made this fortnight weekly that we would probably have a million people listen a week right you guys understand that hey so i mean i mean somebody somebody follows us on twitter right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna announce that this week john it's gonna be great trying, uh, so i wonder though if this gives us uh to pivot to, to like the other side if this actually gives us the idea of like what microsoft's spending for games pass because they have arkham night that's been on there pretty much since the start right so i I wouldn't see why one paid 1.5 million for it and the other wouldn't have right it's just crazy uh john anything all right i i got got, i mean i got no thought when you got the money to spend and you got a franchise like a a a freaking Fortnite that just it's never gonna stop making you money 
spend the money, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. There's there's actually rumors for a Samus skin. Oh, yeah. They're always releasing skins that are th- uh, current to the, the current world. Yeah. Um, they events almost, happen in the game. They almost got me with... Uh, with Tomb Raider, yeah, they put Laura, they put Laura Croft in there, right? right they know right, what they're right. doing so, over there. They know how to get that money. <laughs> give that man his money. Well, that that should do it for news. Uh, hey, tip of the hat to the news team once again, ladies and gentlemen. Top notch, um, best in the world, in my opinion. Just saying. And this is the point. If you're watching us on Twitch, we don't take a break at this point. Um, we do this live like professionals. What's up? Emails! Electronic mail. From the future. All the way from the year 3000. The year 3000. Everyone if you, <laughs> if you want to be very cool, like, you know, we got a few emails this week, like the people we're about to name and uh, email is your sweet spot. You should, you should email us. Our email is weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And boys, I'll lead off first with Jonathan's. And then whoever wants to go next, we got Harrison. You can go ahead and read both of those, I think. We'll just kind of get this thing going if you guys are cool with that. So, here we go. This is hilarious. Well, and I have to respond to Twitter and alert them to a uh, illegal login to our account. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, email from, uh, let's see, I guess Jonathan. We'll leave it there. What it is, been, been listening for a bit. Just have to ask, why does Sean slash Sean, both spelled wrong, hate Christopher? Oh. <laughs> And why is young Christopher a ghost instead of a host? That's funny. Like the show, fellas. Well, all of those are, are, you know, let's tear down the fifth wall for a minute. Hi, my name's Sean. I am a host on Weekly Games Chat Podcast Weekly. I love Chris. You don't. Um, You attack me every week. That is a shtick. Uh, He is a ghost because at one point he stepped in when I was in an accident. Did a great job. Ghost stands for guest host. That also is just a joke that will not end. Thank you for listening. The wall is back up. This is Sean. Uh, and guys, let's go on to the next emails. You're always so mean to me. <laughs> You're so mean. Why don't you love me? Love, hey, love him. <laughs> uh, me or you, John? You. Okay. You. Uh, Harrison writes in and he says, hey, guys, just wanted to say I agree. Apex is the battle royale. And also in my last email, I wrote, I was watching and I meant listening. So, I oh guess, man. Yeah. He, he screwed that you up. You should have told us that. We were excited that you wrote in from watching us on Twitch. That would have been cool. And now we have no one who's ever done that. He Chris, also, I, oh. if I might be so bold, I'd like to just posit the theory that he meant to say is the. Yes. That yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's why I Chris it. doesn't, he doesn't stay, he, you know, I read it fiscal, as, physical, as, you know, uh, that's the way it was written. And that's the way it was. Uh, and then he also said, uh, sent a follow-up where he says, I think I might be a Star Wars fan. And he's got various images here. We got one of like a wall of just Lego creations. I see 
a walker. I see a, a Yoda holding a lightsaber. There's a uh, Millennium Falcon. Even was that one ship down at the bottom? That's like the one that like uh, it's a trap. Are we on? on? Uh, the second yeah. one. Yeah, and then let's see. Oh, I can't see. Yeah, I'm scared to click these because. Oh afraid that- wow, that's nice. He made a weekly games chat sign on one of these. Really interesting. I'll post this stuff in the Discord. That's um, what's up. And then the last one, oh, right below his TV, he's got a full, very, very large uh, destroyer from Star Wars and Legos. Are those the yeah. pictures you see? I see different pictures, and I'm, I don't want to show them. Oh, oh no. Yeah, John clicked the other links. He went to the Harrison's uh, for fan, fans only. Only fans. Yeah, yes. only fans. And uh, John. I hope, I hope Harrison is not a kid. Yeah, we're just right. joking. Let's go ahead and clear that up. Uh, Lord Jesus. I'm resigned. We're joking. Games chat. <laughs> John, um, uh, you want to do Tyler? You want to do Tyler's? Because um, I want to do that one at the very top that just was the last one to come in because I already know who that is. All right. Tyler writes Tyler in. He says, right after you guys talked about Mortal Kombat, uh, I wasn't there. Should I really read this? Um, I went and watched it with my friend at the theater. It was a good movie and I loved it. And for my Richard, I'd give it a seven. I'm not reading this. I'm not reading this. You got to read it, John. (laughs) For my Richard, I'd give it a 7.5, mostly because Kano was awesome and he brought some great humor and the deaths were really cool. Uh, Tyler, I understand where you're coming from, but... uh, so Stallone was great in Rocky five, but that movie was a four. Um, I heard Sean say he's been playing resident evil seven in VR. How is that? Give me a pause. It's, for it's, it's I have not played it in VR. If, if I, he refuses out that way, I want to, and it's going to happen. Uh, Sean, yeah. if it would help, yeah. I can, I can get on with you and tell you, cause I've played it recently. I yeah. can tell you what, before everything jumps out at you, you think it'd help? I could walk you through it. Right, let's do that. I'll, uh, let's do that. I'll go find where that shoe is hanging over the power line. And every time you're going to be a big baby, I'll tell you to not be a big baby because you're on camera. That's right. That's the way I'll do it. So I hate scary <laughs> games. Up. Yeah, man up. <laughs> Stop being a B. <laughs> he, can, he continues here. I hate scary games and have been playing Resident Evil 7 and have been freaking out the whole time. Um, I played it a second time and I continued to freak out i would never be able to do that in vr also have you guys watched the eighth episode of invincible yet i watched the series and loved it and can't wait for the other two seasons coming out i also watched flight att- flight attendant on hbo max and it's a mystery and comedy show that is really good yeah. and i suggest watching it i think she won an award for that she did uh finally i think we need a way to settle who is the biggest fan of the show because there's some competition especially between me and nacho well, we know it's I not think, Platt. Wait that's, a minute. That's Did the Platt one change thing. his name to Tyler to write in? Right. Like, what's happening right now? We just know I'm it's kidding. not Platt. Um, oh, so we got a we got a, a curveball, a wild card in here. Tyler's right. claiming to be the the biggest fan of the show. Um, to follow up what he said, I did watch the eighth episode of Invincible. Awesome episode of Invincible. And I have now, and I suggest anyone go do this if you liked it. Just go buy the comics. I've read the whole series now. That series is amazing and crazy. I can't think of a comic book series I've ever like had that was focused primarily on superheroes where the things they would do uh, just 
things you just would not see coming because they don't have to live up to certain preconditions like, you know, DC and Marvel have to. Well, I will tell you this. Um, the good thing about Twitch and, and recording this live on twitch.tv backslash weekly game chat, instantly we get to see Nacho's retort. Um, he says, it's me. I don't see Tyler in the Twitch chat every week. Oh. I don't see Tyler with the mod tag. Square up, bro. By the way, when uh, John says that Rocky Five was a four, we should probably note that he means four out of five because that's about the lowest yeah. that John could ever. He will go never for ever <laughs> exactly. He'll skew it up. He'll make you think he hates it, but he loves it. Oh, was I not uh, clear? Uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure they understood. You know, I knew. Hilarious. I, knew. I know you. Uh, we got an email with a lot. Of, I got. I need to read that right. Hold up. <clears throat> email. That's from Vince. He says, uh, "Hey." is when you guys would say hey back to hey. Vince. Did you skip hey. one? Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You Eli. Did. I, well, go I, with I, Vince. I wanted, yeah, I'm going to read. I'm going to go with Vince. It's, yeah. I, John, you can do uh, Eli. Jesus, boys. My bad. You guys are I prefer on it. quality auditors over here on me. Um, What did I do? You I messed me up. Oh, so he says, hey. Hey. <laughs> so my question this week is more of a theory as well. Ooh. Uh, could PlayStation keep Final Fantasy VII as a console exclusive? Hmm. It should be over uh, a month as of a month ago on Xbox, and I believe they have the PS5 version ready to come out in June, I think. So unless they drop the Xbox version with their new PS5 version to keep it with their uh, the year cycle, or they just say screw it and keep the game on their console, pay whatever contract lingo they have to do for it, uh, not fulfilling their end of the deal and saying, hey, if you want to play Final Fantasy games and you need a PlayStation, are we going to see this game coming to Xbox soon? Probably announced when I send this email. That's funny because that happens all the time. Or will they keep it a console exclusive? Okay, bye. P.S. Love you, John. There you go. I don't think it will. I mean, yeah, because I remember they announced this originally and said it was a timed exclusive. Um, but I, the only reason they're doing it at that point is money, right? Like it, it's just going to be like, Hey, if we were to put this out here, would it sell X number of units? I don't know. Um, I could easily just see them go, you know what? The base is on PlayStation, uh, four and five, right? That's where most of these gamers would be. That's where a lot of Japanese gamers, which is usually where they sell the most, right? for these games are at. Uh, so we're not losing anything and who knows, maybe Sony <laughs> will just offer more next time. Uh, I'm sorry. You know. I'm not laughing at you. Chris. Yeah, no, I'm, I see I'm it. Reading, I see it. I'm reading ahead and things, both these last emails, they're great. I love it. I also went and I'm getting ahead of myself in other ways. Wait, what? And I just love this part of the show, man. I love being able to hear from, from the peeps, you know, it makes me very, very happy. So, John, I'm sorry I skipped Eli's email. Will you do me this honor of reading that for me? This is from Eli. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, hey, Eli. Eli. Rest in peace for the chat for Destiny last week. Rip. I learned last week Chris is bald. What? Wow. Definitely balding. <laughs> Friend of the show, Mike, might uh, challenge the idea that I am bald at this point. He hates that you just totally brought him into this conversation unsolicited, (laughs) I might add. So that's 
Uh, that's it he this put week. Z's earlier. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt while I was talking. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Uh, Passive aggressive. And, <laughs> see, there you go. <laughs> trying to keep up my streak. Good job. And thanks for the follow at Morehouse Eli. Hey. Hey, just a reminder, Eli's emails come from an iPhone's iPhone. <laughs> that's the best part of it. <laughs> All right. The last one. The, the last one. email this week. The worst one. Uh, here we go. Hi, gentlemen. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Uh, I decided to take a break from my monk-like status of studying for finals to make an important distinction. There has been much talk of the battle for the <laughs> ultimate weekly games chat fan. <laughs> for a while, it was mentioned that Nacho had stricken me of this title. This is a fallacious representation of the facts at hand. Look at this lawyer just coming. This is in here. great. The, you know what? This is great. Uh, I, Justice Platt, have been continually and often referred to as a quote friend of the show. I'd like to see where that's in the record. In a similar <laughs> fashion to in real life friends for the three grand Richards. This is clearly a promotion from being a fan. It is crucial to understand there is a distinct difference between relinquishing of a title and a hostile takeover of said position. As such, I shall continue to enjoy viewing the squabbles over fandom from my throne of friendship. I rest my case. Okay. In all seriousness, miss and care for you all. I've been listening and enjoying the show in the background as I live in this cave of work. Also, I want to play Returnal so dang bad, or I'm sorry, badly, but I do not have a PS5. It seems like my exact type of game to lose myself in. For a long time, I shall return <laughs> uh, in due time. Best plat. Um, you know, he's got a point. Can we remove him from... No, no, from, no, no. We're not going to... Mods are not banning that guy, Chris. No, I was going to say, can we remove him from our personal Discord so we can't <laughs> claim that That'd anymore? Be, he sends this email, and, and he knows it's true, but then we do something very Richard-like. Ban like him. Yeah. You know, man, I'm proud of you, man. I know you're doing your thing. Yes. It is good to see your, your, your face and I had, stuff. I had fun for the couple of hours I got to play out or not outlast uh, outcast with him uh outcast yeah outlander whatever what was it called i don't remember <laughs> huh i can't uh, remember uh, the name of that game now <laughs> what, outriders outriders yeah that's it that's it you you covered the game <laughs> he said yep let said i did have the only the only thing that uh we uh had a problem with was actually connecting to each other's games but besides that when we actually did get to play it was quite fun i'm gonna pivot over to discord now check the email section which i kind of did beforehand uh and i need to ask you guys a question just for my clarification yes yuri, that cool yuri uh did actually post the uh announcing of discord by by playstation and have we gotten in touch with yuri i know john you kind of yes. hinted at it Everything's good to go. Good deal there. Thank you, Yuri, for posting that. Um, overblown truth. I think this is Vince, guys. This is so this is gonna be funny. Uh Overblown Truth is reminding the troops to send those emails. And then he says, Future Vince, take out the garbage. That's funny. Cause that's Vince. He has now been told 
to take out the garbage from an email he wrote in the past. Please Hilarious. make sure you take out your garbage, future Vince. <laughs> we all future appreciate Vince. it. And I believe he had been in the chat for a little while. Uh, but uh, Josh Drago, thoughts on a Marvel on the Marvel Phase 4? That was announced, by the way. We totally skipped right over that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, no negative comments, Chris, or you shall not pass, sir. You shall not pass. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I mean, uh, I was excited for uh, seeing that, of course, the new <laughs> Spider Man movies in there. Fantastic Four. And, <laughs> and Fantastic Four is on there, and a Doctor Strange sequels on there. You know, Fantastic Four. all the stuff. Oh, so you're excited about Fantastic Four being in that phase, Chris? I mean, who hasn't been waiting for uh, Reed Richards to show up in this, or or the fact is- that they bring back Chris Evans as Johnny Storm? <laughs> That would be great. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Just this keep is true. it going. Hey, um, we got an appearance in the in the real chat right now from Acid Sugar. May the fourth be with you all. That's what's up. Acid, good to see you, my friend. But yeah, Chris, uh, I'm excited to actually see a proper Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> Shade. <right>? Shade. <laughs> well, the chat, the email section is blowing up as we speak, kind of literally. Um, so as I'm as I'm reading Josh's um, phase four, and we can go back to that in just a minute. I, um, that way, you can collect some more thoughts if you want. No, no, we're good. Justice Platt comes in here. This is live stuff happening. He puts hashtag friend of the show is greater than in quotation marks fan. <laughs> so then Nacho immediately posts a gif of uh, the character Negan from the Walking Dead series <laughs> holding his bat, Lucille. Um, Acid Sugar chimed in uh, with a Yoda Pepe, which is hilarious. Um, Justice fires back with Not Today Peasant, and there is a a stick beating to a face of two guys in suits. I don't know what movie is that from. I should, I feel like. Nacho then posts a um, explosion and a Pepe with a uh, with some glasses on. That's really funny. Punkhead chimes in and he's just watching. I believe that's Bill Hader eating some popcorn. I don't know what. Oh, what that's movie. him doing his uh, Keith Harrison impersonation. Yes, this is great. And this ah. is the exact thing I talk about, about this community. And then as that's happening, they're talking to each other in the Twitch chat. They know it's all fun and games. They know it's a joke. They know we all adore each and every one of them. Um, and, and as right now, let's just go ahead and say it. Justice had to run. Platt had to go back to the to the to the lawyer cave to do more work, mm-hmm. or he got scared. I don't know. Um, he just inceptioned himself. He says, "Game on, love you all." Got to run. So, game on the Justice Platt. He created content right there, John C. Content is, but no, I, I did pivot over to Discord. And if you want to be a, a part of that, um, I'm going to tell you in just a moment how to get a link. But I want to make sure Chris or John have nothing else to say about the Phase Four announcement. Good. You're good. John, are you excited about it at all? I didn't really see much of it. I only heard it, uh, heard what people said. Did I, uh, did they leave Captain Marvel completely out of phase four as far as a movie? I did goes? not no, see it's Captain called, Marvel. Uh, it's called Miss Marvel. And the theory oh. is that they're introducing, uh, well, Miss Marvel with Captain Marvel 
probably with also uh what's her face from um WandaVision. Uh, uh cannot remember superhero's name right now. So it's like an ensemble type of Wanda? Not Wanda. No, Wanda's gonna be in Doctor Strange. Right. Um but dang it. We're talking about the witch? Or we no, no, we're talking about the yeah. uh the soldier that went through Yes. Yes. All that stuff is is going to that and then yeah. There was one rumor, but I think it's more outlandish. I just outlandish. want I just want Blade. <laughs> so bad. I that's all I want. I just want to I'm just I'm so um kind of done with the Marvel universe these days. Cause I've just kind of been let down a little with mm. the two shows. Mm. Um, I just want blade <laughs> cause I love blade so much. But Wesley Snipes is like 104 years old now. What's the actor that they got? Um, Chris, he was in, um, yeah, he was in, he won, yeah. an, he won an Academy award couple. We're not ago. good at dropping Dania, names, Chris, or we need wait, you a couple of years ago. You're talking about this year. Danielle Kalup, but uh, one um he was on the third season of True Detective. Oh, Mahershala Ali. Uh, yeah, Mahershala Ali. I don't know, man. Yeah, you tell me. Name dropper. I yeah, mean, really. He but he's gotta be. Play. He's gotta be Reed Richards because I just like him and I want him to have a big role in the Marvel universe. Well, Faded Blue not only likes us, Chris, in the Twitch chat, he says, uh, or I should say, they said they've been listening to our old episodes and loves them. Good. Thank you for listening to that older content. My man. (laughs) Denzel Washington's Blade. All right. I see. You can't go in daylight. All right. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, So, yeah, Discord is, is, I think it's one of the coolest out there. Of course, I follow a lot of people. folks on discord big streamers and things of that nature and ours just is is so it's so cozy it's so fun everybody has a good time if you want to join it this is how you do it you go over to twitter.com and you go wait what exactly there is a pinned tweet from us that says for those looking for a discord invite clicky click here you're set at that point you're good to go but while i'm here let me go ahead and make sure that I um, don't miss any mentions for this week. Um, I don't have anything new. I don't think that I want to because there's kind of a big thing I want to talk about that happened. Uh, but, yeah, um, I posted today, of course, like it's it. when I say today, it'll be tomorrow. Wait, yesterday when you guys hear this uh, about May the 4th and things of that nature, you know. But what I'll do is I'll go ahead and pivot to some new followers we got. And where did it go? It's gone. Did it leave? That's it's funny. gone. It's gone. Oh. So now there's a war. There's a war. They'll never the one know what new, it is. Uh, yeah, the one new follower I wanted to, to talk about is not there. I don't know what happened. I didn't know. You, I guess they unfollowed. That kind of breaks my heart. Oh, well. So I don't want to talk about Twitter anymore. I'm done. I am done. Does that mean we can wrap this up? Uh, I never want to wrap it up. Uh, but I can but hit yeah. the button? You can hit the button, and okay. I can start buttoning things up for sure. Start buttoning uh, things up. For those of you who joined us on Twitch, thank you so much. Make sure you're here next week, twitch.tv 
backslash weekly games chat. You can watch it on your phone, your laptop, your iPad, all the places um, you can check out Twitch. This has been episode 306. I want to I want to thank John and Chris uh, for always being awesome and being my buddies. John, it was great to have you back this week. We missed it you was. last week for sure. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. And a reminder, wherever you find your podcast, give us a five-star rating. At worst, give us a four. The music's vibing. We're vibing. Um, I normally don't talk this much, so I'll, I'll wrap it up now. I will simply say to my friends, Chris and John, I'll say game on to both of you. Game on, John. Game on, Sean. Game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. And as we always do, we end with taglines. My tagline is, peace out, everybody. Your mom's box. Love life.